Well, we're the living. tag we ran up last night in Barnacus. Well, that was that was a lot. What a night! It was. Hey, I noticed you have purple dice now. Did you always have those purple dice? I can't find. <laughs> I can't find my white dice. So <laughs> they've gone missing. So, I'm endlessly missing stuff. And I, I, I'm impressed. I'm actually uh, observant enough to notice. Thank you. Uh, was that Sir, City in Peril? It, this is why. Yes. This is why we have the Chamberlain, his most renowned, standing from Australia, David Thompson. He literally is encyclopedic in his knowledge. He really is. And I, I did. And it's interesting that he points that out because I do feel like people are a little bit on edge in this city. They are. Right? It's, they're in peril and on the edge. I feel like it's in peril. But I feel pretty good because we slept really well. It's like, you know, I stayed at a, a version of the Holiday Inn two, for two gold pieces. I feel amazing. What do we care about Barnacus' problems? <laughs> That's right. It's not our problems. We're just coming through. We're leaving. We're out We're of leaving. here. The reason I have purple dice. Yes. Because you, you know, James, I have an attention to detail. Yeah, uh, yes. These dice were used for, I bought specifically for the Halls of Tis and Thane. Oh. Purple robe, he liked purple. I gotcha. And you know what? I would bring these, I bring these all the way to uh, Gary Khan. Mm-hmm. And then when they fight Thrak at the end, who thinks he's Tis and Thane, I'm supposed to bring these dice out. Oh. Well, of course, you know what happened. You didn't do it. I forgot to do it. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And you have all the dice, which is good. <laughs> you haven't lost any. No, I've lost all the white. Oh, no, I've lost all the white ones. I've lost. I mean, this purple. this like people. I don't know if you can see this, but this is like a caltrop. I mean, it's not really yeah. a caltrop. It's caltrops are bigger than they I are thought. bigger. But this is a massive four sided dice. Because people bring like I want to have like a dozen caltrops, like they're you know little jacks. I mean, a caltrop is large, right? Right. Yes. I mean, then like, they put that bring out a horse. Yeah, yeah. They're they're supposed to be big. You're they're not, not. Yeah. You're not. They're not jacks. We've talked about. They're not jacks. Right. That, that's right. But this. As far as four-sided dice go, is, is very that, substantial. That would be painful. Well, that's good. Then I have, and then I don't know if people can see this, but we have. Uh, look at Whoa! This. I got it's this. It's purple. It is purple. That's why you just mentioned it. And I will give you this because I got my wife found these. You know, Halloween ended. Mm-hmm. That someone thought this was a Halloween decoration. She got two of them, so I will. Oh, thank you. This is, in fact, you can take it. It's a time. It, it, I actually timed it. It's eleven minutes. It's not ten minutes. So when you do it. It's 11 minutes, and we may need to use that here. For I was, each segment. That's right, each segment. <laughs> you, get, is... you get 11 minutes. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it's, uh, I love it. Did you steal this from, did she find, steal it? She probably found this at a garage sale of, like, Tiz and Thane stuff, which had been looted. Right, well, I think it's, it's, it's just super cool. And, uh, Property of Tiz and Thane. No. It no. does say that on the bottom. No, it's, it's from, uh, it's, it's from the, uh, you know, from, um, Greyhawk City, city of Greyhawk. It's uh, you know. Oh, it is. It's, it? it's a far import. It's an import. Yeah. It's like like the other place that we found that stuff, and it does do. Let's see. It, it lights up. Wow. That. Can everyone see that? I don't think they can see all that. So, so for those no, of you listening on the podcast, we Sorry. have what well, describe? What do we? It's describe. an hourglass. It's, it's an hourglass made of purple sand, and it uh, has a dragon motif as it encircles the hourglass itself, and it's it's a gray. 
uh, color and has runes and probably summons demons or something like that. So yeah, it's it's pretty good. So I have a so second. a demon is coming in a in about ten in, minutes. In about ten minutes. That's right. <laughs> now we should, that would be a new that could be a new segment. That's right. Demons coming. Demons coming in ten minutes. Got it. Well, Erdlin or eleven. Oh. Erdlin eviscerated, right. decapitated your James the Serving Boy last time. Mm-hmm. All right, I like so, this. Very cool. Thank well, you. I'll put it back over there. But yes, you, you, I have another one. So this is yours. Well, we can. Okay, we'll keep this here though, right? As a set. Well, do you? Well, I have. Well, I have this. Unfortunately, they don't come in multiple colors. She got two of the same kind. So you can take it and use it as an hourglass for your dungeons or whatever. Oh, thank you. It's a prop. Okay. Put it on my mantle. A kind see, of early, uh, early Christmas gift. I could put it as a centerpiece of the dining table to see how my wife thinks. Right. It well, there is something at Home Depot last Halloween, and I still regret. I have few regrets in my life. Right. Um, you know, I didn't do. One of them was, and Home Depot had a dragon, basically a life-size dragon. This thing was massive, and it breathed uh, fog out. And it was three hundred dollars. Uh, oh, that's nothing. Come on. I should have bought it. Well and, worth it. And it was there, and it was gone. And I've never seen it since, because uh, I was like, I could put that somewhere in here. And this was before we took this room over for Grog Talk. Yeah. It, it would be uh, It would be. That would be awesome. I was actually thinking about one of those, you know, they have these mounted dragon heads, not yeah. as good as the one you're talking about, yeah. you know, but I thought that would be kind of cool, right? Like, not like, what's his name, that actor from whatever that is. Oh, guy. Joe Manganiello. Right, he's got like this enormous, probably he's custom made and all. We can't afford that, obviously, right. unless the patronage has right. risen dramatically. <laughs> yes, if you want to see it, <laughs> if you want us to see your hard-earned money be spent on something as frivolous as a... Uh, they want us to be happy. They do. Well, I think they, they appreciate what we do, and we appreciate them. Again, I, I was t speaking to one of our dear friends uh, who lives in Japan yesterday. It's just, again, we've been very fortunate. We're almost coming up to a year. Huh? Who is that? Who's uh, a... A Minion. Minion, right? Yeah, Minion, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's out there. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, uh, thank you, uh, David. We are the gold standard of, of poor uh, YouTube channels. Yes, we are the standard. L link to eating cereal. Yes. And, Here. And, and linking to eating cereal. That's, that's right. Um, okay. So, uh, GrogCon, you know, we need to get together with Craig. Uh, kind of, I really want to start that sooner than later, especially if we've got people coming. Yes, you have but an I, update? I have an update. Well, uh, there's talk about, so there, there may be a different location, a better. Really? I won't disclose. Okay. And, and there's talk about maybe September. We're looking at different dates. Okay. So that's, so we will, you know, once that's been decided, that's, that's, that's above our pay grade, but that's being talked about. I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the convention calendar is probably something that people look at and, and, and try to figure out. Um, I know for us, some of the people who came in, they had to make a choice between our event and Game Hole, which right. was like a week or two after. Um, uh, so when, it, when is uh, Gary Con? That's in March. So there's another event. You know, basically, you know, in a country or in a world, this bar, there's, there's conventions all the time. And that's what I was noticing, is that every time someone proposed a date, it was up against some other convention. Of course, their biggest concern is the miniature wargaming, right. because right. that's primarily what, that's what, their bread and what Crucible does. Um, I really think for us, our only... I, I believe that our really only true competitors should be... I mean, obviously, these conventions are, you know, Gary Con. We're not Gary Con. Right. We're not North Texas. Not even close to it. But, you know, these other conventions, if you look at these other conventions, the amount of, you know, take a convention like Game Hall... The amount of one e games is not significantly different than us, and a lot of them are you know it's half of them are Carlos Lysen, yeah. who we have too. So um, Game Hole is a bit of so actually it's Game Hole is a competitor because of Carlos Lysen. What ah, really? Carlos? We gotta right. keep Carlos from going right. to Game Hole. Exactly. That's not a competitor anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason it is a competitor. But most of these big conventions, 
old school gaming, like 1E, we've got basically as much as your tip. You'd be lucky to find a one, a one or two 1E games yeah, we at ran, conventions. Right, we ran at least almost 12 games of 1E, yeah, and yeah. that was just the first time. So, right. uh, okay, well, that'd be, I mean, I'm, September is just as good. I think, you know, unfortunately for you, school is d- during that time. So, any, you know, maybe earlier in the, in the semester is about better in some ways. It really depends how it falls. I know it was yeah, a big, a little bit of a burden because you had a, some, some work to get Your early is better for me, actually, okay. because it's, you know, Class number one, talk about the syllabus. Okay. Uh, that's right. right. <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> so, um, so, and uh, again, thanks to our patrons. They received an early edition of um, The Adventures of Pixie and Glade, which, unfortunately, by popular demand, people are asking for more Pixie and Glade. Yeah, they like to see a train wreck. They want to see more Pixie and Glade, or they want I'm to like, hear more Pixie and Glade. It's like... They're the two stooges. Hey, but people so love me. it. I, oh, and I eat the adventures. I know we got to get the adventures out to you. Yes, that's right. right. That's, yeah. that's on me. Yep, I'm going to. Uh, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start putting them out. I was going to compile them all at once. I think. I think as we get one done and we clean it up, we'll just publish them so people okay. can start getting them right away. So again, thank you to our patrons. Thank you. We didn't get any reviews this week. Uh, Vic has said this is groggy. That is, okay. he's, he's, he's determined the name. So he's I, entitled. He, he made is. it. He made it. So. I like that name. I like Groggy. Groggy is perfect. And we're talking about some, you know, I think the next thing for us, you know, in this progression of, of setting up a channel and community is some merch. I think we've been talking about some merchandising. Oh, I didn't know what that was. Like, what's merch? Oh, I'm sorry, merch. Yes, merchandising. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about as far as GrogCon for next year is having T-shirts and this and that. So we really need to, you know, over the holiday break, at least talk about uh, some of our merch. And I know that um, uh, Vic, our uh, Scourge of the North, has has stated he may be, may be willing to sell those producing these for people, Grog's, Groggy's for others. So um, if you, in the con- Son of Groggy. Son, that's right, the, uh, <laughs> the offspring of Groggy, the spawn of Groggy. So, spawn of Groggy. Uh, if you have ideas of merch and dice that you would like, let us know. Uh, either send it info at GrogCon or in the chat. And we'll pick That's that what we could do, dice, and it could be called merch and dice. Merch and dice, that, ah. That's the, or that's it could good. be, that's or it could be, grog, you know, Grog Shop. I, a Grog Shop is, I believe, in British. British term grog shop, I think, is is like a pub or something like that. I think uh-huh. so. I think there is a, something called a grog shop. So grog shop is good too. But I also like merch and dice. I do like merchandise. So um, we we uh, but we're, we're not going to do that if people don't are not interested. Okay. <laughs> or buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want to spend our money and yours on stuff that people don't want. So we're gonna we're gonna use their patron money. To create merchandise that they can then buy. That's right. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I love it. No, that would be well. I, I, some of or it not would, buy. Well, and that some of it would have to be. You know, if you're at a certain tier, you would get some of the swag. That would have to be it. Ye old grog shop. That's exactly. That's Ye old grog shop. Exactly. Um, okay. So one of the things that we do owe is our dear friend Jeannie. She. Uh, I don't see Vic on. Our druid of the north. Druid of the north. That's right. She is a. Uh, she needs her title. Oh, so, look at this. Do you know who wrote this article? What do you call a 25th level wizard? I think I saw it before Len Lakafka. No, it's Brian Bloom. Oh, Brian Bloom. Brian Bloom is allegedly responsible for which character class? If I've got this right. The I monk? Think. 
That's right. Ah, which is what was a good segue. He was apparently a kung. He was into kung fu movies. Okay, which is by the way the episode we're doing today. I'm uh, kung fu, and I probably just insulted everyone. My kids were in taekwondo and and uh, karate. You didn't insult. Why didn't you insult them? Well, by doing this pose, like this means you know, like uh, Scooby Doo or something. Like (laughs) what was the dog? Hong Kong Fui. Number one super. Number one super. Something. That's exactly. So so terrible. You know, would these would some of these cartoons be on now in 2019? Is really the question. No, they were. No, I think that some some things stand the test. Scooby Doo stands the test of time. Right. It had a plot. It had a plot. A plot. And it was (laughs) and it generally was not cringy as far as some of the preconceived conceptions of. Gender, race, or whatever. Right. You know, I'm sure someone they didn't represent properly, but having an Asian cockaspang, whatever that uh, Hong Kong Fui was. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, oh, that probably would, yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a little that was, yeah. sketchy. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, so it's time for. It's time to bestow upon a genie the, the druid, druid of the North. Yep, so we need to start with her first thing. D, do you have a D30? I do not. You didn't bring the D30. No, it's the white uh, set. All right, well, that's okay, because we can do it with the D10 and D6. Okay, you figure it out. Uh, and then divide it by two. So, yeah. <laughs> Carry the one. Uh, Lancelot Link's secret chimp. I call them shows that they wouldn't make today. Oh, okay, cool. I have to go <laughs> check that out. <laughs> of course, introduce them to his Well, I have a segue. When we do our suggestion, there's something that I'm going to talk about that we, we want to... When I show Dan this... I, he's either going to love it or he's going to think like it's like the cereal thing. I it's, can't wait. It's it's so it's really it's really amazing. I'm excited. All right, so let me figure this out. So this is 2013. Oh wait, no, we're doing fi- so we're doing 15 yeah, 13. 13. Yeah. Commander. Commander, okay. We already have a commander? Oh, we always have a commander. We at least yeah. don't have a chamberlain. Be thankful. That's true, you're right. You're right. Commander, yeah. Lady protector, I think. Uh her, right? Her, but then we want to need to know is it is it her most her ever? Well, we have to see what the next one is basically, right? The, Probably. I yeah. guess so. Sure. Let's see what let's see what let's see what it comes up with. Seven. Grand. Her her most grand. That sounds good, right? Her most grand. I like that. And then we got another D thirty. So this is uh, twenty three. So twenty three. Yeah. Highness. Highness. Her most grand highness. That's good. All right. So far, so good. Sounds complimentary. 15. Uh, let's see, it's 25, is 12 and a half. 13. Empress. Empress. Wow. Her she, Highness Empress. She's super high. <laughs> Empress. And, and, and if, you, if you'd address her and you don't get it quite right, you're dead. You're beheaded. You're, you're yeah. gone. You're but she's a druid. I don't know what D60. she does. D60. She entangles you. Yes. Right? right. So yes, D60. D60. So I have to do, oh, jeez, I have to do this twice. So I got to figure out the 30 first. Oh, so this is 30, and then it's one, 30 or 60. 30. So it's the bottom. Strangler. Strangler. Right? Wow. Strangler. She strangles you. If you don't get her name exactly right. Empress Strangler. I, I love it. This is how she came rose to power. Right. Strangling She's a bunch strangling of people. people. And uh, 24, or, yeah, 24 is 12. 12? Yeah. 15, 14, 30. Dominator of. Right? 15, oh, I'm 40, sorry. 30? No, there's 30 of them. I apologize. It's oh, wait, 24. No. Oh, we haven't done this one no, yet. No, we did this one. This was Strangler. Oh, so we're here. Yeah, we're doing 24. I'm 24? Sorry. There's 30 of them. 
Scourge Ox? She, you know, it's interesting because uh, oh, that's a right. Scourge. That's what attracted them to each other. Yeah, they're both Scourges. You're a Scourge? I thought they, like, they say opposite attract, but apparently not so. Of the Northern Wood? Because that would be her. Is that what his is? It's not Northern Wood. No, he, she, oh. she's. Oh, because she's a Druid. Right. That's got what, it. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what they wanted. You got it. So, uh, so Jeannie is, so we, we're ready to give her a title. I spelled Empress right? Empress. But that's okay, I'll figure it out later. How do you spell Empress? Oh gosh. Are you actually going to the Google? I'm gonna have to. I mean, I'm sure it'll be right. Empress. Yes. Not Empress. What no. is the correct spelling of? Why does somebody do that as a question? Yeah, please don't do that. Well, this this says I was pretty close, but okay. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. All right, uh, we're on. We're on. I, I mean, literally every minute, Dave is about to pass out. So I'm. I'm very. Co I'm very cognizant of yeah. that, and I want to get his uh, input. Uh, but so uh, we are now here to bestow Jeannie her well-deserved title. Jeannie's a very dear friend of ours mm -hmm. and a friend of the channel. So, uh, Empress, is that it? I put Empress, but I'm going to put Empress. I, I don't think it is. Uh, but we're going to go with this. You guys can fix it later so we can move forward. Um, we now bestow on the power vested in us as the emperor leaders of the Grog Empire. Uh, Jeannie is the commander, her most grand highness. Empress Strangler Scourge of the Northern, Northern Wood. Wood. Congratulations. The, and, I, and I can tell you, look, I can tell you what emperor, I can get that really fast, right? Empress is... <laughs> I get that really fast. We're waiting. We're waiting. Oh, it says E M P R E S S. So he was right. Empress. It's just. That's it's, not Empress. Yeah, it's Empress. Empress. It's Empress. So she's this. I think she's. A, to me, she's a Strangler Scourge. Yeah. Or, no, Empress Strangler. Empress Strangler. That's it. She's the Empress Strangler. <laughs> That's scary. That's awesome. I drew it scary, man. She's a, she's a killer. Wow. But you know what she strangles you with? The entangle spell. Entangle, yeah. All plants and vines and other things. She would uh, you know, use her hands to do it. And what does she care? She, she, you know, you're a person, not a plant. Right. You're, you're, there, there's plenty of you. You're like a skirt. You're too much. You, yeah. You, we talked about druids. They like the balance. All right. Strength strangles by entangles. Yes. Oh, perfect. Emperor Strangler. Uh, very good. Very good. Okay. So uh, we are ready for our random encounter. Random encounters. Oh, let's do it. So we're going to start with we do the way you got the dorso rule. Yeah, we'll go. We'll, the fiend we'll folio. The dorso rule. So what is it? One, two, one three. to three, it's fiend folio. Four to six, it's the other. There okay, you go. Good. Fiend folio. Which is good because you misplaced your. Uh, I'll take my Macho Manual two back. It's now. probably the same where. Oh, did you give me this? Yes. It's probably the same place as my dice. Right. All right. I think that's saying you may have too much stuff now, where you just way are too much misplacing. Stuff. Way too much stuff. Misplacing things. So okay. we're in the feed right. folio. So you want to do a roll? We're doing, you want to roll, I think, a, a D10. D10 here. That's exactly, right. right. Yeah, and I'm going to get the Periton ready. Heartless. Oh, that's right. Heartless the Periton. Heartless, okay. Three. You are in a uh, dungeon. I'm in a dungeon. What a shock. All right, well, so now you have a bunch of uh, levels. I think it's the levels. Yeah, it's just D10, isn't it? Probably. I feel like it is indeed. Two. Yes. Uh, Periton's looking Periton's good. Periton's going to win this one. This thing better have poison. All right, give me a percentile die. Percentile. Wild dice. Okay. Well, we got a bigger no, yeah, table. That's not good. 99. That's got to be good. Vortex. 
A vortex. Is that the thing that has like little eyes or something? It's Vor in the fiend folio, isn't it? I believe it? it is. That's cool. Vortex is the monster. Oh, no, no, a little eyes. It's just, it's what you think it's a vortex. Oh, and what I do like is that they have, the fiend folio has continued the tradition of having the monster yes. killing. Right. <laughs> and there are so on page 95 of the Fiend Folio, we have found Vortex is the monster. No, I wish it was Rock God. That would be cool. AC0. AC0. This could be interesting. I've never played. Have you ever used a Vortex? I have not. I don't know anything about it except okay. I know the picture. So. This is strange to me. The intelligence is non. Right. But it has an alignment. Chaotic neutral. I mean. <laughs> How can that be? <laughs> That's what I say. I mean, I get it right. that like it's neutral because it's not intelligent. Right. And I get it that it's just chaotic because it just does whatever. It's so it's like an ant is going to be self. Well, well, ants are lawful, aren't? It? Is an ant? I don't mean a giant ant though. You could look at giant ant. Yeah. A giant ant should be lawful. Don't you think? They're assumed, very orderly to I've your place. All the creatures, um, if they're especially if they're not intelligent, were neutral. There's a hierarchy. They should be lawful. Ants should be lawful neutral because there's a hierarchy. They, are, they are, have animal intelligence and they're neutral. Shouldn't that be lawful neutral? Because, you know, don't you have your place? There's a strict hierarchy. Well, do they think about their place? Or well, see, they, that's, or the, they... that's the issue. Is it, do you just act that? So that's the issue yeah. with the vortex. Does it just act chaotic because it does whatever? Well, some of the folks are saying because it's from the plane of air and chaos is kind of normal in oh. the randomness of it. But oh, okay. I, 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 I agree with you that it's, it shouldn't have a, an... It doesn't care about the world order of randomness. It's not thinking about it. If it's not right. intelligent. Right. It's not like the vortex is going to get in trouble and have an alignment check. I think we need, we may need to have like Steven Pinker on here, some consciousness person, mm -hmm. you know, one of the, a philosopher or a uh, neuroscientist right. because, well, I think uh, Dan Daniel Collins, Collins. We, we're going to have to ask him about that. <laughs> He's never coming back. <laughs> has, he hasn't done anything in 30 years in TNT. What do you think is the mental state of a, of a non-thinking... Uh, right. Do they have an alignment? Take, for example, the vortex. <laughs> the vortex. <laughs> What's your opinion What's your on opinion? the alignment of Hello? a vortex? Hello, Daniel. Are you there? He's what? like... You know what I'm saying? This is why I got out 30 years a, ago. Because you guys are idiots. crazy. You guys are insane. You're a bunch of idiots. That's right. right. Uh, well, we definitely, well, we definitely need to ask him about alignment in neuroscience. I'm, I'm very curious about it. I think that's a great question. Oh, this poor guy. I hope he doesn't watch this episode. He's never coming on. I, right. I think he would be okay with that. And uh, we'll be blamed for like, so like all of everyone who loves Aurelian and all our British friends are going to be angered that we like, he went underground thanks to us. Well, well first of all, we the fish that got away. We found him that. Uh, without, you, you persisted and found him and yeah. reached out like he was in witness protection and he's like, oh yes, it is me. I mean, that's a good, it was a good story. Oh, thank you. All right. He did yeah. a great job. So, because right. I have no idea what it does. Okay. I don't I've seen right. the picture. Okay. Well, first of all, What's its free frequency? You just get. I mean, you don't know. It's got to be very rare. Excellent work. Number appearing. One. One to eight. Oh my God, that's terrible. I know, right? AC. Well, you told me it was zero. That's it, and that makes sense because yeah, it's an air creature. Let me ask you this: air elementals. I never. Heard, so when I started playing again, mm -hmm. and I was at a Gary Con, I think the first time, and there's an air elemental, and you know we're attacking the air element, right? Right. How do you do damage? I don't get that. Is I just going like so? Swords. It has to be magical. That's why. It's a plus two magic. Oh, you so have to have plus oh, two so magic not, weapons. I got it. So it's like cutting into its... Right. The magic okay. power is consumed. That's that's one of the problems. 
uh, with the elementals, you have to have a plus two weapon. So if you didn't that have sense. that, you're out of gas. So they're on another plane too? So they're on the, pl the plane? They come um, from the plane of air. Yeah. And, and that's why they're pissed because someone has summoned them here onto the prime material. Oh. They've been, they've been Shanghai. They've been... Oh. Yeah. So that's why they're not happy. And they're, they're both there and here? No, they're here. Oh, they're here. They've so, been extracted out of the land. You know. So when I stick it... So in a magic, is it a spell, I guess? A yes, summon? conjure air, well, conjure elemental, and they, you memorize conjure air elemental. And how long does it stay here? Uh, technically, it will stay here as long as um, you continue control of it. That over The spell itself, conjure elemental, and that's where... By the way, that's the spell selection uh, thing. Uh, we, we're talking we're, about vortex, right? Right, we're talking about vortex. <laughs> but you summon um, it. Uh, thank you, yep. And we're going to the timer. 11 minutes. We're going to the timer. Thank you, sir. And, uh, yes, when you, when you summon it, it you, there's a percentage chance each round or turn that the creature will uh, turn on you, turn on the spellcaster. And then it lasts, uh, the spell lasts, I don't know, a few turns or something like that. So, because, so you know, the way I think a lot of us back in the day, you think about populating... A dungeon. I think I still do in a way. Is you just drop things in there. Mm -hmm. But so if you you, you you really should just be dropping an air element. The question no. is why? How did it? And they're like an orb uh, that can come on. Well, right? well, I mean that that is you know that has always been the ecology, Gary Gygax ecology. I know there's been articles about that. Right. Some of these dungeons are feel like funhouse dungeons. You know why is there? In one room there's a sphinx, and in the next room right. is a giant crab in, in S two or. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 always a question, and then it comes down to you know people want to have, they worry about the ecology. Okay, if you're putting orcs in the thing, how are they eating? If they're trapped in a dungeon, where are they getting their food from? How are they right? How are they interacting? Right. Uh, that's that's always a question. Hello, well, production, production goblin. He's back. All right, there's right over there. The chair's right there. Late. Production goblin. Where's he going? What's he doing? What are you doing? What's hey? What? You know, class. I used to go class. Yeah, this is what happens when you take classes on Saturday. Our generation didn't care about school. We cared right. about D and D. That's right, D and D. We just went to school to play D and D. Exactly, right? <laughs> during lunch. That's right. During during the class, if you were in the during, back so. during recess when the jocks were playing football. Exactly. And hanging out with the girls when we were stuffed in our locker. They we were we were, we were playing, right. In the we, trash hopefully, can. hopefully we were next to each the other. Dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's how I met my D and D group in a dumpster. Hey, what are you doing here? Uh, oh, I, guess, I just got thrown I guess in here too. Pitched in too. All right. Yeah, let's play. What shall we do? <laughs> let's, right, play. let's role play. Awesome. Okay. The vortex. Yes. Appears as a whirlwind. Right. Four inches high. Okay. I'm assuming again the inches. Well, it has is... to be forty feet because or else they wouldn't. Have, that would. That's clearly not four inches. And this is not Spinal feet. Tap and Stonehenge with the little the little figure there. That's that right. Would, it, that's right. No one uh, knows where they came from. So right. So that would be um, a four, so okay. So forty feet high. Yes. Ten foot base diameter. And a thirty foot diameter at the top. Right. So it's like a little. It's a tornado. Yeah. Kind it's a little of, tornado. Right? That's little, what. Uh, uh, right. Baby tornado. The larger ones, I love to, you know, this is what I love about the pain falling, the monster. And they say things like are believed to exist. Rumor has it. Mm. Uh, are believed to exist on the elemental plane of air. Oh, look at that. So this one doesn't come from, these don't come from the elemental plane of air. Mm. Right? When that first line would suggest vortexes do not, they are native to the prime material plane. Because it said larger ones are believed to exist on the elemental plane of air. Uh, oh, oh, we got early controversy? The large ones are believed to exist. I don't know. I don't think you need a magical weapon. We'll find out. I don't think you need a magic. If you don't need a magical weapon, that would support this. If right. they're just, they're just roving. 
All right. It appears to be free-willed, ah, so chaotic, and cannot be summoned. The physical form of the vortex is a small sphere about the size of a grapefruit, which bobs and dodges about in the center of the whirlwind. I need to read that again. The physical form of the vortex is a small sphere. Right. Which, oh, so there's something, there's a little, I don't know, bobs and dodges about in the center of the whirlwind. Its small size and its speed of movement make it difficult to hit. Wait, what am I trying to hit? The sphere? Yes, you're trying to hit. Apparently, the whirlwind in and of itself is not what you're fighting. It's That's the result of this. Oh. It's, it's like a Dyson fan. You know, it's a fan. I'm with you. And the whirlwind is the effect of the fan. So, you shouldn't tell us. So your players don't know the vortex. They may just be... Attacking the wind, exactly. And nothing's happening. Well, but that's what the armor class uh, implies, because it's a generic extraction. Oh. That. So, you would just do the zero. You wouldn't ask them, what are they attacking? No. You just attack. And then if, if you hit it, you happen to have hit the grapefruit. Yeah, you got lucky and you hit the grapefruit. Right. Right. Okay. Hit dice two plus two. Which is, I think, the hit dice of a grapefruit. Yeah. If a character, <laughs> if a character is quote hit by the vortex, he suffers no immediate damage, but is caught in the whirling cone of air and starts to spin. Now, I like this. Mm. I'm saying, don't you like this? This sounds do. good, isn't it? Thereafter, he can only be released when the vortex is killed, and will take one to three hit points of damage per round as a result of the spin. So, from like, that's awesome. You're like right. in a dryer. Right, exactly. Bouncing around. You're being drunk, yeah. And, and you're taking damage from what? Being really dizzy? Uh, well, apparently you're being tossed around like a dryer. But what are you hitting? What are you hitting? You're I'm just sh- like kind of like you're... Well, I mean, look what's happening. You're getting a concussion? Being, yeah, being thrown around. We'll take one to three hit points of damage per round. Like a result of the spin. Maybe you're getting sick. It's like a bad... Uh, oh, my God, you vomit? You're vomiting. Oh, that's know, what cho- I would do. Choking on your own vomit. It's flying Another out. Another Spinal Tap reference. That's so right. vomit is just sort of flying out at the player. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I'm really unhappy. But I would redo the. I would do. There's a percentage chance you're just like popped out the top, and you're just like you know, you take like dice, you know, six dice, six well, falling but, damage. But you know why this creature may be very powerful in this segment is that you read this last paragraph. A single vortex, a victim trapped inside the vortex cannot hit the being sphere. So once you're trapped, if you're by yourself, oh, this is over. You're dead. This is all I gotta do is hit you. All I gotta right. do is hit the. All you have to do is hit. So the paradigm is just flying along. Exactly. It doesn't see this sort of. Right. And could just get sucked up. And get sucked up. So this thing, why do I want to attack? Why does this thing want to attack anything? Because it's Am chaotic. I aggressive? I don't know. It doesn't say. Do I eat it? Like, what's my nourishment? What's my sustenance? Uh, these are good questions. All right, hold on. But Who knows just... about the ecology of the, the vortex. vortex? Additionally, there is a 5% cumulative chance for yeah. melee round. Of being killed. Oh, wow. By a particular violent air Oh, so if you're in there for 20... For 20 minutes, minutes, you're dead, no matter what you are. No one can survive. That's right. If you're on the extra spin cycle, You know what would be cool is that you could have this at like a bar. Right. Ride the vortex. (laughs) Ride the vortex. Okay. That's good, too. Ride the vortex. But how do you you get out? That's... I mean, you should put that in the No one's ever gotten out. You know, like the bull, mechanical bull ride? No, but to, you can't get out. Well, someone, well, someone would have to beat it down so you could get... You Your know. friends. Yeah, they have to punch. They have to, all right, that's enough. All right. You, you beat yeah. him up too much. Go out. Let there. him out. Let him out. Let He's going to die. It's, it's like a Houdini thing in the water torture. Well, oh, that could be the thing. I got another... I can last, you know, how long can I've you got, survive yes. a vortex? That would be... You the Houdini thing. Like the right. only person ever who gotten out of a vortex. 19 minutes. That would be the longest anyone could survive, in theory. Oh, that's it. So the longest. So like you'll do some sort of signal. Right. That I want out. Right, exactly. The long, what's the record of Ride the Vortex? Ride the Vortex. Well, I assume that the most it could be is 19, because if it's 20 minutes, you're dead. That's right. 
Unless some other miraculous thing. You could argue, because it says violent, uh, it's not like it's being smothered. Uh, it just says, um, you know, per round of violent air current. So basically, somehow you're knocked on, you know, you're killed by, by that. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, the violent air current. A single vortex. I love this because you have eight of these things. It grabs each member of the party. Yeah, that was, You're yeah, done. The this, whole party is just This would be a TPK. Clearly, that would yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, uh, assassin grapefruit. That's what these are based on. Dead, really? They, they got you. You're dead. A single vortex is only large enough to accommodate one victim of human size, though it could contain two smaller creatures simultaneously. Well, so it sounds like two halflings. Uh, or two gnomes. <laughs> or two gnomes. Which, of course, right. I've just found out the new way I'm going to, to kill mur murder gnomes. Killing gnomes. That should be a segment. I did, well. A victim trapped inside the vortex cannot hit the being's sphere. Yeah. Only those who are not trying. I like the vortex. It's good. So let's go. Let's make this happen. So they just sort of, but I don't think they're, I, you know, I still question whether they're really aggressive. I mean, why are they just, you know, well, we walk into the vortex. Look, this is this is Thunderdome. There is no, this is the glad, these, these creatures fight for our amusement. So is it like a dragon? Because you told me about the dragon effect. Is it like someone sees a vortex coming through town or on the countryside and you just run? Oh, yeah, we would have to. If you knew what it was. There's no, I'm sure there's no treasure type, right? No. Can't be. No. Yeah. So there's no. It's just a big run. fat waste of time. Right. You should run. I just yeah. Except they move at fifteen, so you're gonna you're gonna have a problem. They probably move kind of randomly though, or would you have them chase the party? I I well, you have to do a reaction roll. I mean, clearly they have an alignment. They have reaction, have reaction roll. roll. <laughs> you Par parlay, <laughs> Mr. Vortex. Even though you have no intelligence, but you have an alignment, so you okay. know, it's 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 odd. Well, first we have to do surprise. Odd. Wait, it's odd. The fiend folio? There's something odd in no, the fiend folio? No, the vortex is oh. an odd creature. I know, but you're suggesting there's an odd creature in the fiend folio? Oh, I'm shocked. Peculiar. I'm shocked. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. I'm the vortex. And on King's Island, there was a, there was a ride called the vortex. There you go. Oh. So that would be good. You're the vortex. I'm, I'm, sounds, I'm, I'm heartless. Unpleasant. The I'm the periton. So what are we going for? Surprise. surprise. Oh, yeah, you're so, definitely going to be surprised. So, you can't even see me. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't give me a five. No, it doesn't say that. Okay. What are you changing the rules now? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go. So, the, just to recall, Paraton? Heartless, the Paraton, had uh, killed uh, Stingley, uh, mm -hmm. ate its heart, and is breeding as we speak. Reproduced. Oh, reproduced. It's done. <laughs> it's done its thing. <laughs> it walks out of the out of the cavern and um, is flying. It, right? Well, it's probably flying around. Yeah, yeah. He's flying, enjoying the the, the nice fall uh, weather. The, a good meal and reproduction. Well, and it, was, it was cool up there in the mountains, but then there was a mm -hmm. some kind of thermal draft as it rings, as it raises its wings, and it's flying through thermal draft. But then it notices some leaves. Yeah, kind of spinning. Yeah, like the thing. Beautiful. The right. beautiful leaves it's falling. Beautiful the leaves. leaves are falling. Yeah, and then it kind of spins into a circle and is in you know yeah, right. being chaotic. Kind of decides, oh, I want to check. Oh, in you're that. chaotic too. Yeah, chaotic evil. Whoa. Yes, I'm heartless. It's a chaotic <laughs> battle. It's a chaotic battle. Yeah, generally, if you rip someone's heart out, that's leaning toward evil. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying that's evil. Well, after last <laughs> week with the assassins, everyone was trying to give reasons why assassins could be non-evil. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah right. I know, the, the, the they, evil with the big yeah, discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're evil. I mean, I, I, if you as a DM want to change it, that's fine. But uh, that's, you know, I'm sure some of our folks would try to re rehabilitate. Here's the thing, time. though. Well, and I guess I know I'm, we're running out of time. Wait, can the can the good person use the assassin for the betterment of good? Mm -hmm. So can you know? Can you use the assassin, you know, to kill Hitler? Ah, uh, there you go. So you got the Dark Lord, I'm, I'm you know. I'm sure you could. I'm sure there's a, a scenario that the DM would. It's a, again, I go back to who is your deity. Mm -hmm. If it's a uh, you know Th Th Thor, some deity of justice or vengeance, I don't think Thor is. 
and this thing wronged it. I don't see why that would be, but there still could be a consequence, right? There's always that moral dilemma. If you're trying to tell a story, right, there's always when, when good people move to the right. uh, morally ambiguous, there's a price to pay. It may be the right thing to do. It's when the cop, you know, shoots the drug lord uh, even though he, because he knows he's not going to get a court anymore. Right. There's always a consequence. He, in some ways, he right. sacrifices himself or right. herself for that. If you want to play that, I'm sure plenty of other folks would be like, yeah, that's totally fine. That's mm -hmm. What's the difference? Uh, you know, why can't you use a sword? But that's, I think that goes back to the code, which again, we're talking about monks here, which, but that's a good segue because monks, they have a, they have, they have a, they're all lawful. So we have to really talk about that code when we get there. We do. All, all right. right. So here's a surprise. Ah, Periton is not. It's surprised. a five for people listening. That's right. Five, thank you. A five for uh, for heartless. So five. not right. surprised. So okay. now we are going to initiative. initiative. Yes, I'm. Uh, the Periton, of course, is is curious and is aggressive. You're well, evil. Sees the sees the you know got a glimpse of this grapefruit and thinks it's a heart. It's an air heart. Oh, that's right. Going for the heart. Yeah. Going for the heart. You can try to reproduce. It'd be right. like a it would uh, be a vortex Periton hybrid. That's right. I think that would be amazing. So. He rolled a oh, six. Oh, no. Heartless, she rolled a six. This is not good. The Periton's got massive damage, doesn't it? What does the Periton yes, do? Yes, plus two to hit. Oh. Six to one. Six to one. Yeah, that's a matter. problem. Oh, now, right. so here's the problem. AC so, zero, my friends. AC zero is good. The problem is you need plus one or better weapon to hit. This hit dice is four. Uh, so you can't no. hit. Oh, I can't hit. You can't hit. Yeah. This is boring. But if you could hit, then he wouldn't survive. So, sorry. So this is really just... Wasting time. Yes, we're gonna. Well, you we're here. Uh, uh, AC. What are you? AC zero. Probably not with a nine. I feel like that's a low. You didn't ask to declare action. I said I'm attacking. You didn't ask mine. What is your thing? You're flee. Flee. Well, uh, it, it, the periton flies at twenty one, and you fly at and you move at fifteen. <laughs> your, your periton's me. <laughs> she was your periton. <laughs> she, I, I, she she learned everything from you. Well, yeah. I got traded. So yes, I mean we're not going to continue this because unfortunately without uh, a plus one. Here, I just keep. I just yeah. roll. Now you roll. What do you need to hit? I need a fourteen. You got to go through the motions. Oh, I fumbled. No, I'm just kidding. Fifteen. You would, you would have hit because he they have a terrible armor class. This is really compelling. This is a miss. Of course you're going to miss forever because I said we got to play you this hit. through. Ah, you there's hit. A hit. Hang on, I have. I got to do my hit dice. Yeah, go ahead, do your hit, hit points. Let's hope they're low. So, 10, 12. 12. Well, I do 4 to 16. Wait till you realize. 3, yeah. 2, 5, 7, 8. So, How many did I have? 12. <laughs> so, boy, boy. Who cares? Okay. You continue to swing. You're frustrated that you cannot. This is a case. Oh, you even rolled a 20. That's too My bad. My best rolls I ever. Wonder, you know, I'm, does, I wonder if what people would do that. If... Uh, uh, if if a creature that could not hit magical, if they rolled a 20, would they ought, ought, ought yeah, to I have to say it's a no. No. I would say no, but... My God, just kill me already. You're making there, me look 19. like a fool. There, All 19. Right. There you go. Oh. Mm, grapefruit. Pop. 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 <laughs> Pop goes the weasel. Pop goes the vortex. Oh no, the joke's on you because then you go back and try to reproduce. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. That's a gaseous, a gaseous periton. So. It's not good. Oh man, the vortex is down. Yeah, right. The vortex is down. The yeah. periton needs oh, so the peri yeah. Rips, the periton is made made. Rips the grapefruit heart out. Maybe champ for a while. Yeah. Well, if it gets low level things. 
I don't like, oh, that's too bad. Well, I is like the vortex of... hitting the paratron or picking up? Well, I don't, well, that's a good question. Oh. I don't think you can, you have to make a hit roll if you're going to, I think, so the argument yeah. there is, is he really hitting? Uh, yeah, I'm just scooping you up. Yeah, but we, well, I would argue, you, you still have to make a to hit roll, just like if I was, like, with heal or thing, I have to make it to hit roll. But, but is that different than can only be hit by? Well, I, I It would... doesn't say needs a to hit roll well, with magic, it says... Uh, Oh boy, we have all the rules. Oh boy, lawyers, we have to redo this. Are out. Okay. Thank you, Manion. Sticking up for me. Sticking up, sticking up for the vortex. I want you to ride the vortex. Uh, it, so on page seventy-five, of the DMG. Some, despite special adventures, protect certain creatures from attacks. You, you're, this is your attack. You have your attack is this. If a character is hit. "Quote unquote" by the vortex. That's what it says. And okay, so I have... he suffers no immediate damage. So, but that is the you have so to. So it's an almost attack like off. I can't really like even like affect you. I can't touch you really, right? My so even when I try to scoop you up, it's right. just going through you because you're. I'm a magical, evil, demonic. Are you on another plane too? Is that the problem? Why is it only post? Why is it? I know this is like I should. I should watch the last episode. You know, <laughs> your homework from now on is remembering what we do. Every right, time. is to watch the last episode. Why is it, why do I need a magical weapon to hit you? Yes. Uh, oh, that's right. We talked about this because it's something mag- created it's like by, Albert. what's his name, the oh, Albert yeah. business. Yeah, the, from, um, uh, right. what was the guy's name? Oh, God. Um, Emrakul, the chaotic. That's what that we decided. Yeah, we decided. Yeah, he's, and, and it's, it's chaotic. It's chaos driven, so. All right, well. All right. So now Heartless has survived another, another uh, episode. Which is par for the course. Yeah. They survive two weeks, and that means next week they'll, something else will horribly kill it. But I like the Vortex. You know who I miss? Who? Ah, uh, yes. Go. Go Delicious. Well, maybe you can find a goat cleric that will raise Go Delicious. That'd be great, yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's still in the hearts and minds of you. You know who I see Vortex? I see using the Vortex... Vic Dorso. Vic Dorso. Because, you know, he's got these travel over. You know, the Vortex right. isn't, you're in a dungeon, and it, right. it could be, and there's a Vortex. But I view, you know, you're walking along the hillside, and then there's, you know, six vortexes, vortices, vortices, vortices yeah, are chasing you. Well, that's, a, I mean, with, if there's more than one, that could definitely, I think the challenge is it's low level. It's too, um, it's level two rated. So, you know, you're going to put it in parties with second or third level and, and there's still a possibility, depending on how you run your campaign, there may be players who don't have good weapons or good skills. You know, hit AC zero. Oh yeah. To hit AC zero as a first level or second level fighter, assuming you don't have any bonuses, uh, I think you need either a nineteen or a twenty. You need a twenty. So. Oh, and we need to talk about something. Okay, so Edward had noted mm. this idea that. The 20s, the string oh, of 20s. Oh, yes, I told you about the 20s. They change. They're, they're, you can't just, that's why Thacko doesn't really work in first edition. You're but talking so about you, the progressive 20 thing. That you would need, if you were like the second 20. You need a natural 20. Oh, and then uh, for the second one. Yes, correct. And then what about the third one? So, yes, Gary, uh, well, I thought we talked about this when we did combat, where we, t- where, where we have a, one of our listeners thinks we're idiots, which... Surprisingly, if you watch our show, you hadn't figured that out. I was a little disappointed. It took him six I know, episodes. Why is, he stay, why is he staying in the obvious? <laughs> Please, if you're going to comment, tell us something new. That's right. Don't be redundant. Contribute something that's, right. that's not already well yeah. known. So uh, I forgot where it is in the tables, but if you look regarding the combat tables, 
Yes, see, all subsequent 20s are natural 20s. Yes, uh, it is on page 82, progression of the combat tables. And so that's the challenge with Thacko. Oh, I see. okay. So this is on page 82 of the DMG. That's right. Oh, but so there it is. But so it's not that you need, like, if you need the same. So it's, it's specified. We have right. a rule right. on the, so the 20 is the dire cell plus bonus. Oh, so the second one you need a natural. But then it's all just straight natural until you hit, okay, got it. So that's actually not too hard to figure. 19, you get your bonuses. The first 20, you get your bonuses. And then after that. It needs to be a natural twenty, yeah. and then a twenty-one is a natural twenty, plus at least a one. Okay, very interesting. Thank you. But but that why that's so important, especially at you know lower level, because higher levels you eventually get out of that. But it's critical uh, because you know if you have a fighter with you know exceptional strength and they have a plus one sword, if they're first level and you have a uh, a creature that's negative one armor class, they yeah. still need a twenty. They need a natural twenty to hit them. Yeah. That's a huge difference than if, if it's the right. first 20 and they have plus two for strength right. and a plus one right. sword right. and all this other stuff. People are rolling like 23s all right. the time. Right, but that doesn't modified. count. It's yeah. natural 20. So um, it, it becomes a moot point you know, once they get higher level. Because, and, and typically most people's armor class is not negative eight, negative, I mean, you're, you're really being cruel if that. Right, uh, and, you know, and it's really effective against clerics and thieves. So again, it's, skew, it's another way to favor the fighter over uh, some of the other things because they, they, they progress slower in the, in the Because once days. you hit the 20, right, which said, the sooner you hit the 20, that's, that's bad news. Yeah. Because the string, so, so, so yeah, the string is bad. Right, so for, for thieves and for magic users, um, the AC zero, they, they need a natural 20 regardless if they have any pluses to hit for first, yeah. level, for first through fifth level. So, you yeah, know, that is, t so the zero makes it really hard. You know, I, I have in my head, when a vortex is attacking a party on like a hillside, I have Benny Hill music in my, you know? They're running around, they're running around in the vortexes. There's no reason to stay and fight. Well, I guess you have to stay and fight if it's gonna be faster. If it's actually being aggressive and attacking hill giant? you. Hill huh? giant's always aggressive. Oh, no, no, the, uh, no, I mean, you're on a hill oh. being attacked by a vortex. Oh, a vortex, I got I guess you better stay and fight if it's actually chasing you. Yes, absolutely. You get no point in running. Well, but there would be the reaction roll, and you'd, I think you'd have to do that, so. The reaction roll. Oh, I love the reaction roll. It's like you're parlaying. Isn't it no, like you're parlaying? It's, it's, no, I, I You just think, like, the mood they're in? I, well, if you look at the encounter, because I'm, I'm starting to think you have to watch, we did this in uh, episode four, Encounters. You start, no matter what the encounter is, okay? We talked about I'm no sorry. matter what. On page 61, yes. you have to figure out there's uh, the steps that you have. They're both surprised initially. But in before that, it talks about encounter reactions. If you, if, you know, after initiative, you could argue any encounter can be conversed and then it would be a reaction. Any encounter can, well, but which can be conversed with. See, I, read, I always thought... Which can be conversed with. Yeah. See, that is speaking. Right. In some way, so I always thought this is for parlay. Well, the, but the assumption is, is every creature that you encounter is going to attack you? Why would that be? Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. Right. So. You know that. I've got goblins saying, like, hey, what's up, guys? Right. So how do you adjudicate, uh, then how would you adjudicate except without this reaction table? Right. The, or some text in the monster description saying, you know, like the owlbear is particularly vicious. Oh, I agree with that. So I use this a lot of times if I have no idea. Oh, 
Okay, so or I see. So even for the vortex, which is not intelligent, just to give right. an idea, almost like the, randomly, just, yeah, instinctively, just, right. what it's going to do. Like, is this cat like a cat? Right. right. I mean, would attack me? Uh, is it be okay. I mean, if you you, I used to play. If there was an encounter, there's automatic attack. But you right. know, monsters, for the most part, they're only going to attack things if they think they're going to win. They're I'm not. Sure. They're not going to just fight to the death. And conversely. Um, super powerful creatures may not attack if they have better things to do. I mean, they, they would think of us, you know, and we were a cruel a creature, and we saw ants and bugs. Do we go around and smash everything we see, right. even though we're a jerk? No, we we may do it randomly. You know, sometimes you cross well, over that's a bug. Part, that's the party. <laughs> that's right. That's not the other guys. That's the Why is there asterisk or morale check right. if appropriate? That's interesting. Violently hostile or hostile has asterisk. And says, or morale check if appropriate. Oh, does that mean that you got to, is that suggesting that they may not attack you? Look, you, yeah. I haven't really paid any attention to that. I, that. It's an asterisk. That's right. I'm telling you, the book is rules AF, rules, asterisks, and footnotes. That's and in, the whole. And in, in England, we know as the RAF. The RAF, that's right. right. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The RAF. We've Have a plane that. on it. I love it. Ace is high. Ace is high. That's, um, right. that's got Iron Maiden on. There you go. Right? Thank you. Have you heard they're talking about Iron Maiden and Judas Priest might tour together? Wow. Rob Halford brought that up, and Steve Harris said, that sounds like a pretty good idea. They should, while we're still alive. That's what Rob Halford literally said. <laughs> literally said that, while we're still alive. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's right. Everyone's thinking it. At least he said it. I like the that. Crypt, the Crypt Keeper tour. Yeah, that, that, that is a guy who is, like, facing reality. Mm -hmm. you got to respect that, don't you? Yeah. How long do I have left? That's right. How many tours can I walk out? <laughs> right? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, so that's that's how I used it for. But yes, you, to give the idea of if uh, again same thing. Remember when Pixie and Glades uh, got attacked by the wasps? I'm kidding. I remember that the random roll. They right. heard the buzzing. Yeah, I, I could have. You know, I used distance. I used lighting. I used all those things to really kind of come up with: is this going to be an attack or not? Because. If, you, if everyone's at attack, the party's never going to survive. No, you do no. the Vic Dorso. If you're doing the overland crawl from one destination to another, and you accept all the encounters, they're not going to survive. There's right. no way. That's your dungeon. That's basically. death. Because right. Especially if you're doing ran pure, right. out of the DMG, sure. random, you could end up with the Red Dragon. And then yeah, I mean, because reality is the Red Dragon, if he just sees some people walking below, unless he's had, like, woke, he woke up on the, on the wrong side of the cave... He's not just going to come down there and blast you. I mean, maybe, but you know what I mean? He's got stuff to do. Right. It's, it's Appointments like, to keep. He's got to see Asmodeus. Or, you know, kill princesses or whatever the dragon's got, got on the He's got much, agenda. right. He has much. Bigger fish to fry. Right. Like the, like the bee that comes by you, right. you may be annoyed and you may swat at it, but you're not going to chase it. Now, if it stung you, you're going to chase it down and, and right. kill it. But if you, if it's not, if it's in the flower bed, you're not just going to go after and attack it. Because you know the old, old saying, don't, don't poke the dragon. Don't poke the dragon. And, right. I, and the dragon is not going to wait. Now, again, if it's looking for food, I mean, that's why I use the reaction role, some, some table. Now, you could make up your own table. Food, that would be funny. The dragon comes by. He doesn't, like, blast you with fire. He just, right. <laughs> he just scoops you up and eats you. Right. Or he wants your horses. He wants to eat your horses, and you were just stuck on it. Yeah, oh, that'd be terrible. Like, you wake up, and you see an enormous dragon... Like eating your horse. Exactly. Nibbles. <laughs> Nibbles is getting nibbled. Nibbles is gone. <laughs> it's just the back that half was, of the horse. So you you know you're just, the, you got to be crazy or high level to like have a problem with that. You're just like, okay. Uh, That's right. Peace out. <gasps> Nibbles. <laughs> Go running out. Well, if you're, oh. if you're a druid, maybe you'd be a little more bent out right. of shape. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. I like that. Um, 
We didn't have the, we didn't, we did not have, hey, we want to talk about more fiend photo. Pull up the fiend photo again. Yes. We didn't do divine intervention for that, uh, Oh, for the, for the vortex. Is, is there a god of air elementals? Yeah, there's a god of evil air elementals. Oh, close enough. He'll come the prince, yes, the uh, YC bin. Of course, it's evil aerial creatures, I th even though it's not uh, uh, neutral aerial creatures. So maybe I have a lower See? percentage chance? Yeah, I'll give it 5%. Prince of okay. evil aerial creatures. That sounds amazing. So now, unfortunately, it's just going to come and kill the periton. And then we'd have to have like a two new, we'd have to have two random account, whatever. Let's yeah. just roll and let's see what see. happens. Let's see you get a 5%. Right. Your rule. It's not going to happen yeah. anyway, so. 70. So you go. Didn't happen. But that's, uh, that was one of the cool uh, creatures from uh, the elemental princes of evil. They, uh, so you're supposed to go to their, like you go to their plane and yeah, you do? And I think part of it is kind of, an, maybe it was an offshoot of the Temple of Elemental Evil. I know that was a different uh, uh, ancient god mother, mother thing, but... I thought this was way, would have been way better for the Temple of Elemental Evil. So wait, so tell me, there's a plane of, you said of, of air or of wind or something like that? Well, there's the four um, planes, and then they have the power planes. Remember, we used them in our module, spoiler alert. The power planes of ooze and fire and yeah. those, those creatures. So I can go to like a plane where it's just all very windy and yep. like a lot of well, wind creatures. Well, that's the air one, but then there's, if, if, if air is next to fire, then they have the smoke uh Plane. Like basically, it's the sh the land between the two planes. That sounds like an interesting adventure. Right. You should do okay. that. Um, now I lost. Oh, here it is. So the prince of, princes of evil, air, cold, earth, fire, and water. Uh, which again, cold, interestingly, is not a main plane. It's a power plane, if I remember correctly. Are powerful beings whose principal air is diamond. But anyway, you. I keep miser and cold miser. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. So that was our, we have to do spell selection. Sorry about that. You have a bumper? I do. I, 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 I put it in after the fact. It was something, you know, it was. People it was kept, more someone trouble. kept talking over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, roll. roll. No, you roll. It's, All right. Yeah, you roll percentages. And what's the percent? No, you, 30, you 70 or higher, it's a clerical spell. It is not. Magic user. Now 10%, zero, zero to... It's a magic user. Okay, so D10. I like that. D10. Right. D10. I like, I like magic user spells. Whoa, six. six level. I'll know nothing about yeah, this so spell. This will be another one. So, uh, oh my, 24. 24. So, so I need D12 and a D6 uh, or something like that, yeah. Right. Oh, okay, so that's 16. 16, yep. Move Earth. Move Earth. Well, we were talking about Our Earth. show. Moving Earth. Moves Earth. Moving Heaven and Earth. Move Earth is the spell. All right, so cool. this would be good for like if you're a general contractor? That's would be. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna go into. You hire so instead of like hiring a bulldozer, you hire a magic user. Uh, you could. Oh, well, I, well, I would. This is the way you make money because you didn't be fight go fight dragons, right? Well, I mean, I, I mean, think about it. Um, move. They do rock to mud or mud to rock. They have wall of stone, wall of thing. You you could build things very quickly if you're a magic user. Yeah. You, so Saul's general so, contracting work. I think you get what do you think if you get a druid you can do stone shape is that a, or is that a, yeah stone shape Lo uh, lower lower water could be important well, stone shape's a fifth level spell yeah there's all kinds of very mm -hmm. yeah they're definitely g construction Saul if Saul's a uh, distant cousin right I don't know his name but he's Sal. part of Sal's construction yeah so Wizardry. so Saul so Saul's you know so basically Saul's parents like why can't you be more like Sal Sal yeah He's in the construction business. He's doing great. He's not passing pearls right? all day. Absolutely. Yeah. He's don't talk to me like that. I have a good business here. Here, have a pearl. All right, have a pearl. Where's that pearl been? 
Oh, we don't want to know. Move Earth. All right. Page 85. Level 6. Range. 10 feet per level. So if you're level six, casting a level 6 spell. You are. Pretty high. 12th level. Oh, wow. And if you're. Wait. If you're outside. So it's a range of 120 yards? Uh, yes. Wow. So this is seeming pretty interesting, entertaining. Not really, but go ahead. Oh, not really? I may be disappointed. Duration is permanent. Yes. Verbal, semantic, and material. All right. When cast, the move earth spell moves dirt, clay, loam, sand, and its other components. Thus, oh, this is, this is, like, a, this is like a better push spell. Who yes. needs push when you got this? Exactly. That dude standing on the cliff watching the sunset, and you're like, wait, to see, wait for this. But I can't do, oh, I can't do stone. With this one, right? Wait, this, keep, keep going. Oh, you okay. can't do stone. This is earth. Thus, embankments can be collapsed, hillocks moved, dunes shifted, etc. The area to be affected will dictate the casting time for any, every four inches square, four square area. Inch. Yep, yep. One turn of casting time <laughs> is required. Oh, so what you're saying is it takes forever? Yeah. I'm sitting there. Well, you know. Push at least as fast. Right. You're not going to push. You're moving earth. The person has a lot of time. It better be his house on the cliff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it better be have a bed up there. Exactly. If terrain features are to be moved, as compared to simply ca uh, caving in banks or walls of earth, it is necessary that an earth elemental be subsequently summoned to assist. <laughs> what? If terrain features are to be moved, you mean, wait. So as what, compared what to simply caving in banks or walls of earth. In other words, you're actually shifting uh, a, a hill and moving it. Oh, right. I want this hill here. Right. If, so the yeah, idea of um, secret salt marsh or citadel by the sea. The citadel is at the sea, right? right. You want to move the earth, collapse it. That's one thing. Right. But if you wanted to move the whole uh, you know, cliff, if you could, again, the, the argument is that earth or is that rock, but let's just go with this. You would need an earth elemental to help you assist with that. I got this you. But so, but, so, but so, yeah, if you wanted to collapse the citadel by the sea or whatever, but, you know, you could do that. That's pretty awesome. And if time isn't of the essence, there's just a bunch of baddies in there. Right. You sit there and this thing collapses. Well, you would have to argue how much of the material under this, because I would assume you're, you're not putting a citadel on top of earth. You could. It would um, more likely be rock. Mm -hmm. So then mm. it would be probably better to use rock to mud. I got you. All right, let me finish this. All, all spell casting inner summoning must be completed before any effects occur, and no event can rock prominences be collapsed or moved. The material components for this spell are a mixture of soils in a small bag and an iron blade. Why an iron blade? Uh, maybe like a shovel? Kind of uh -oh. simulates a shovel? Okay. So if you had a rocky, you know, some kind of, you wanted to make farm gland, like uh, the Chamberlain most... And you want to help out the, you know, maybe uh, Ankeg had gone through and caused a bunch of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, distressed the land. You could come in as the kind wizard and cast Move mm -hmm. Earth and kind of clean out the area. I'm sure that's, I'm sure there's a lot of money in setting up, helping farming communities. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's, I don't know how exciting that is. I'm a little, that's the first spell that I think we've done that I'm like, yeah. Not all that jazz. Well, I, I'm, and I'm sure David, who's on the case, because he's now literally, uh, he's one in the morning. He's uh, there are um, monsters. I think Earth elements. Some of them that are affected greatly by. It's you know, it's one of oh. those that you don't really use it for its primary thing. Kind of mm -hmm. like lower water affects water elementals. I think. I see. Move Earth, and you learn later. I think move Earth affects Earth elementals or something like that. Okay. I, I, I feel like there's one there, but. 
Again, I go back to, am I going to, no, I don't, it's not on here. Uh, am I going to memorize this as opposed to some of these other six-level spells? No, this would be a scroll one or a utility one. This would be the trade, you know, when you're trading spells and you need to give up something else to yeah. sweeten the deal. You'd be like, ah, okay, I'll give you move earth. You know, any of those, they're just compared to some of the others. Global vulnerability, amazing spell. Um, you know, anti-magic shell. Disintegrate. Am I gonna am I gonna memorize disintegrate or move earth? I could just disintegrate right. that area for one ten cubic volume. So at twelfth level, uh, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Any living material, even at up to one cubic volume, can be by the spell. All right. So yeah. So a ten by ten by ten foot cube could be wiped out. You could do that a number of times. That, that's right. That's exactly right, David. So he put utility spell that needs to be on a scroll, not, not something useful as a side. Yeah, that you know that the players are going to need in this particular adventure. Right. Right, and so maybe give yep. them the scroll. Yep. Let's see. My guess is that it's not talked about. Oh, in the... Uh, right. In the sadness. In the spells. In the, the spell sadness. Because, you know, this is... Yeah, this is right. this is already bad. They don't need to make this gear. Do you <laughs> think this is being abused? Yeah, I, I don't know. You never know. Sometimes you think of things and it doesn't. You 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 assume it's not being abused. Because these are the spells that were being abused, right? Well, there were ones that yeah he really felt. Yeah, I think you have to go back. Yeah. Oh, here we anyway. go. So six level magic user, and we're flipping. And we're flipping magic user sixth, third, fifth, six. Move on. It is. So in the DMG on page 46, the practical limitation on the area of effect of this spell is a 24-inch square area with four hours of casting time, exclusive of elemental conjuration. Is that telling us anything we didn't already know? No, I don't think so. Okay. It, it said one turn. Well, no, I guess it's interesting because it was 24 square area, so it's six by four. I guess the most you can cast is four hours. You couldn't make it infinite. Pro I guess someone probably shred, oh, I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm going to do the whole... Uh, oh, the practical limitation. Yeah, I would expect the PC man to use a spell in order to help. Yeah, exactly. So you think that Gary said, okay... So yeah, you can't just keep doing... Abuse. I want to move the whole you know, cliff, or I want to move this uh, mound, that, you know, a giant hill that's full of ro uh, earth. And I want to move it. No, you can't do everything. It's this. There's a. You can only. You can only cast it for four hours. I would love to see. Like, I wish it included like a little discussion of when it was abused and who abused it. Right. Who, who, who the case law was about. Exactly. Like, like what's the precedent for this? Right. right. This. The so and so. Right. Ryan Bloom Blue, or Dave yeah. Arneson. Bloom versus Gygax. Right. Seventy-seven. Right. Know. Debate. Bloom tried to do this. Gygax said no. Here's our ruling. That's right. And I'm Gygax, so I win. Everything's versus Gygax. Ruling in favor of Gygax. <laughs> He's undefeated. Never lost the case. Never lost the case. That's amazing. He's the best lawyer ever. That's right. That's, that, that would be that would be good. Here, uh, or you know who I corrected, like uh, Brian. Right. You know? Right. Loser. <laughs> Dumb idea, Brian. Right. Yeah, exactly. That would be amazing. All right. So that's cool. Um, we are now ready for our Word of Recall segment. Word of Recall, Recall, We're going to talk about monks. Monks. Love monks. Aren't they great? And so I've already mentioned that, you know, I did a little research. Hey. When I say a little, little. I, I mean a little. That story is that Brian Bloom uh, was big into kung fu movies. 
But you know, and, and that's why it's there. And look, I think it's very, the monk is, it sounds a little bit like the gnome, right? I don't know if love or hate. There's a lot of hate for the gnome. Yes. Well, there's definitely hate for the gnome. I'm, no, anyways. Without a <laughs> of doubt. Of course. Um, uh, hate for the monk. But you know, Gary put it in there. Right. I mean, it got, Gary's not, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Gary's not going to make that a, a class in the player's handbook. And I, you know, I know originally it was in OD&D in the Greyhawk supplement, and which is Arneson's. I mean, a Blackmore supplement, uh, I believe, which was, was Arneson's, but it was, Bloom was the inspiration for the monk. But, you know, Gary blessed it. Gary must have thought it was okay, right? Or people were playing it, and it was not a hill he wanted to die on, or something like mm -hmm. that. To me, again, it's interesting. This is the... You have the core classes, right? And this is the last of the classes that, is, as a DM, they're part of the canon. You know, the next one, which was the last one, is, is when the optional rules, which is a bard. Which and that like, episode, my understanding, it will be optional for viewing. That's right. And listening, is that right? <laughs> well, most are optional. But that one particularly is optional. <laughs> so you don't have to. You don't have to watch that one. But This uh, one you do. Yes, this one is required. Yeah. And so it's almost the, you know, if you think of this in a planetary thing, this is the Uranus of... Uh, or, you know, maybe even the Pluto. Should it be a planet? Should it not be a planet? You know, right, right now, at the time, this was, it was a planet. Right. Uh, but it That's seems right. like an it's odd... It's the Pluto of... Uh, it's the Pluto of... Is uh, it just a, is it a planet or is it just a A, a planetoid rock? or, yeah, whatever. Oh, you know what we need to do more of? Because mm -hmm. I notice above here... I'd like, can I go back to Assassin's? <laughs> no, we can't Do you know back. what a second-level Assassin's called? A murderer. A rudderkin. A rudderkin. Isn't that interesting? What is that? I have no idea. What, a, what is a rudderkin? Please let us know. And the third level three is a wag halter. Oh, yeah. Those are, that my, was a great title. My point is we need to pay more attention to the titles when we do... Okay. I mean, unfortunately, we've already done. We're on, yeah, we're on the, the monk. Last one. Right. But there's some interesting titles here. Uh, so the, the, And the reason I say that is the other ones feel very quote-unquote traditional, the high you know, or medieval fantasy, that kind of yes. fantasy world generic. I'm a wizard. I'm right. a knight. I'm a fighter. I'm, even a cleric was, you know, I'm a holy man or a holy woman. Mm -hmm. um, I thief. Yeah. You know, you can Bilbo, because you think of Bilbo. Right. And, and the monk, as it's portrayed here, has this pseudo-oriental feel. Yes. Which is not part right. of that right. aesthetic. But you could see how being a you know a martial arts weaponless fighter is amazing. So then they try to make it more of like you know like a, a you know Western aesthetic monk something like that you know and make it generic. It's it's so it's a hybrid, right? It's, it's weird, right? So it's it's an odd duck because a monk is you know you wait you're pretty you're solitary, you're right. contemplative, yeah. you're religious, you're studying, you're cloistered usually, and then so but we're, we're gonna. We're going to add to this this kung fu, this martial arts. I, I like in the rules cyclopedia where they call it, and it's not a monk exactly, mystic. mystic. I, I would like, I think if they called it a mystic and made it more mystical and not the kung fu kind of martial arts monk, it would have been a little more palatable at the time. It was, you know, it was palatable for me, I think, simply because I took, I was too young to question anything. I think when, when I was older... 15, 16, whatever, and Unearthed Arcana came out. I was more questioning, but, <gasps> right? Oh, the book that shall not be named. But, you know, this, I didn't question anything in here. So if the monk was... I have to get a square jar for you. I <laughs> do, I actually have to, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right, you're right. You're going to have to pick a square oh. jar if you use that word. I you, give you money, but wow. I don't have any. That sounds about right. you're stealing all the pageant money. <laughs> That's exactly. So I, I wouldn't question so there, anything there's in your, here. hold on real quick. Yeah. Rudderkin, thank you, thank you, Menion. 
obsolete derogatory, an old crafty fox or beguiler. Oh, I love it. A wag halter, also obsolete, a person likely to be hanged. Wow. That's amazing. So you really got to survive the wag halter levels. Very, it's very tense. Yeah, I you love can, it. You hung at any moment. Yeah, wag halter. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I was okay with the monk. I mean, the monk was cool simply because, like, wow, if you needed high scores, right. then it was something you wanted to be. Yes, it, that was the first thing you thought of. Are you going to burn your... You, you roll amazingly, right? Yeah, so and you're like, oh my God, you can be a monk. And then you sit there and go, oh. I don't want to be a monk. Do I want to be a monk? But so, you got those rolls. Right. It's such an odd duck because you want to talk about text. It is the longest description in the player's hand. All right, so we better get moving. By right. far. It so we're, we cannot me. go, because this will be a four-hour show. We're not going to, we cannot do that. So it is, and, and then the first thing it says, the monk is the most unusual of all characters, the hardest to qualify for, and perhaps the most deadly. Oh, I got to be this. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, let's it's out of alphabetical order. That's right. It's at the end. It's not, it's, and and there's been some controversy. Some people played it as a sub of thief, like the, the you know famously the tables for the um, fighting tables. The, it uh, even though it said they fight as clerics, it's it, they're under uh, thief and assassin. Or, yeah, no, wait, I think yes, I think under right under monk in the player's handbook. Right. I believe it says that they both so they they combat is on the same table as thieves, and it says monks make the saving throws on the table used by thieves. So it says right. both saving throws and attack, but, 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 but if you go saving here, throws, go I believe, are clear, right? Yeah. I think attack is... Yep. So we need to get this controversy, because this question always comes up, right? Well, I'm sorry, yes. It, but what's interesting, in the DMG, it has monks under clerics and druids. To attack, but it has under saving throws... We're saving throws. Saving throws. Yeah. If you'll notice, ask D for um, thieves for, includes monks. Yeah. So it's reverse of. So it's a split. So under the so the DMG trumps. So it yes. cha- it changes the saving throw. Wait, it changes the, the um, combat table. The combat table. Right. But so, sometimes people forget that they don't see this over here, and they they go and they make them fight as thieves, which is terrible. I I liked so in. In OD&D, mm-hmm. the monk was a subclass of cleric. I like that. Right. That made sense to me as a, you know, number one, I like them being a subclass and because they're so religious. Does that, where would you prefer to see them? Yeah, I think they should be a cleric. I mean, it's, to me, they have, they have a, they don't have to necessarily be religious as in the traditional following um, a deity. But again, there, there is that, the, in the sinew of the game that, Gods are real, and that there is no a, you know, atheist. You can try to deny it, but there are. It's just like I deny that there's stars outside. I can deny it, but they're 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 meta, they're physical fact, and you can decide not to follow any deities. And I guess you could potentially maybe a lawful neutral, lawful evil. They have no deities, but it feels like it should be in there. But I agree. What is a monastic? They're a monastic aesthetic. Right. So I just assumed monks were religious in this game because it's called monk. Am I wrong in that? Or are they just so they just I think they're they like very could. zen kind of? Well, but that's that's where you get this conflation between the Eastern, where it's more meditative, not the uh, monks that we think of in the Western world, which have they're scribing sacred texts mm-hmm. and their you know vows of silence and this type of thing. So um, 
you know, that's that's why hitting it's, their it's, heads with boards. Yeah, was that the, the self-flagellation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Self-flagellation or flagellation is farting. Flagellation. <laughs> that's why I get them confused. Maybe it is self-flagellation. I will now, uh, for your sake, I will not do self-flagellation. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Yes. Um, but that's why it's you know make one or the other. You know, and yeah. that's that's why it was hard to, to deal with. But the idea of you know being a Guy kung fu fighting or martial arts fighting that was that was cool and and that was cool and that's but it's just all over the place. Did you ever play a monk? I did uh, for a short time because when you what you realize is you've burned all these great you know. For first of all, let's let's so let's talk right. So we talk yeah, about what they yeah. Mean. So they gotta, first of all, your minimum abilities: fifteen strength, fifteen wisdom, fifteen dex, and eleven constitution. Okay. They never get armor class. Experience bonuses and Dex gives them no armor class adjustment, which is rough because your AC is going to be based upon your level. And right. you start at ten. You are at AC ten with you, a die four. I know you get two, like the Ranger, but a die four for your hit die. Right. So you have die four hit dice. You better have a you better have a con bonus. You can't be minimum eleven because you that means if you don't have a con bonus, so three of your best rolls are going to go for strength, wisdom, and dexterity. Yeah, so right there, I mean the odds that you're going to have a con, right? Because what do you need a fifteen to get a plus That's one? That's right. Right. My goodness, yeah, you had to kill a roll, become a paladin. So, right, you're going to do that, and you have then probably on average five hit points, and you're a fighter. You're supposed to fight. Yeah, and you're like, and you're what? At AC ten. I wonder if there's a lot of people who rolled up the monk, they were all excited, and then they actually see it and they start playing it, and yeah. they're like, you know. I've been sold a bill of goods. It, this makes the magic users standing in the back seem like they're ultra-powerful at first level. Right. Because they literally, uh, except for fighting, and that's if you fix it, if you follow, like we said, the cleric's table, uh, they, they, they're, they're just horrible. I mean, they don't have... If you want to play them fighting, you're not going to survive with five hit points. Yes, but you're deceived. Mm. Because you're just doing a brief study of character class table one and two. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. So we're on paragraph a brief four. Youth yeah. appears to be quite weak. I mean, you know, uh, even considering that the top most level monk can have 18, albeit four side hit. So, so you're deceived. I'm deceived. I, do you really have a good selection of weapons to choose from? I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter that much. I mean, you get, well, like, a Joe stick and, uh, or a bow stick. And you don't have that many, right? I mean, you've got... It is very strong. It almost feels like Gary's trying to convince us that it doesn't suck as bad as, as we think it is. Right. That having, having uh, basically... Well, again, to his point, 2d4 is better than a d8. So, yes, you have the... Uh, you should have yeah, yeah. slightly more hit points than a, a cleric, but the problem is you burned three of your stats for non-constitution. That's where mm-hmm. more likely a cleric's going to have a higher constitution if they have it. So I can't even. Use, I'm the only person that can't use oil. Right. I don't know if I really care that much about. It. Right. So yeah, monk. You well, you. It has a slightly better uh, weapon selection if you consider. A joystick, a polearm is probably the only thing, you know, again, yeah, you're going to say a spear. Yeah, you can use a bunch of those longer type weapons. You can use a crossbow. So okay. you're, you're standing in the back shooting with a crossbow. Okay. For a while. Do I have spell ability? Uh, no. Can I wear armor? No. Can I use a shield at no, least? No, of course not. How about some flaming you're a monk. oil? Have you seen the kung fu monk? They can't do any of that. No, apparently Nothing. no flaming oil. Well, this seems to me to be a weak character class indeed. Yes. Is it's, it? It's, well, if Can I impression correct? I, I think it is. No, now, it's false. Now, the other problem with the monk is it has some skills that improve over time that are very painful 
to adjudicate, and your player has to remember all these. Oh, and God, the surprise is the worst. Surprise I don't because I don't want to deal with the surprise. Right, surprise is crazy. That's the, that's the second mm -hmm. one. The first one is with respect to combat. This is kind of cool. Now, we've already said that in the DMG, they put them under clerics, which is better. Clerics have a better fighter table or fighting table. Um, and, however, they add one half of a hit point per level of experience to the amount of damage they score. So uh, this simulates their study knowledge of weapons. So first level monk does plus half where X is equal damage done by the weapon and HP equals the number of hit points of damage. The second level does plus one. So the first question is, do you round up or you round down? I was going to ask you that. I, I thought, it sounds to me like you can actually do half a point of damage. Yeah, so you have to keep track of that. So there is such a thing as a half a point of hit point. Uh, well, half a hit it, point. when it comes to monks, you'd have to keep track of that. You basically have the situation mm -hmm. of if the guy had one hit point, they would be killed. But they'd be killed anyway, so what's the difference? I, I did one hit point, da I did one and a half hit points of damage, you had one hit point. You're, you're, no, I'm at half, aren't I? Let's say you had one hit point, and I did one and a half hit points. You'd be at negative one and a half. Oh, well, well. You'd still be dead. Mm -hmm. But if you had but five... But if you had one, and you do... and Oh, okay, so I'm at two. Then you'd have half a hit point. Right, and you do one. As long as you're at zero... I have half a hit point. You're still alive. Right. Not so, dead yet. Okay. So that's kind of annoying. So you don't... Apparently, you don't round up. Because it never says that. Right. Because it actually says you do half a hit point. A first-level monk scores X plus one half hit point of damage. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're making my life annoying as a That's DM. Right. But then I get to do open hand combat, which I think is only really going to become better in the later rounds, right? Right. So first level. Now, here, here's the other thing. First level, you look at the monk's table. They're novice, again, using the clap. AC 10. They move fast. That is one thing that is... I, so I can run. <laughs> I can flee quickly. Yeah, you can get in and out of battle quickly. <laughs> And that gets better quickly over time. You know, having a 15 move in the start is, is very cool. So you can have a race between a vortex and a monk. Yes. Okay. Yes. You could at least run away. You get one attack. And, and then eventually you, you, know, you get multiple attacks. You get one attack. You do one to three. I think a normal fist, open hand, does one to two. So it's not like you're doing much more. <laughs> a slap. Yeah. It's a like slap does one to two. Your slap does one to two. <laughs> It's painful. And, I, and these scores, I could have been a paladin. Right. And you get, I'm pretty sure they're saying in the comments, and correct me if I'm wrong, folks out there, that they don't get their strength bonus. I'm pretty sure they... Uh, I think they do not get a strength bonus. Right. I, I, let me see. We need to make sure, but... Okay. I feel like they don't. So, you know, basically, uh, right... Let me know. Do they get strength bonus? Folks out there, let me know. Because uh, uh, I'm trying to read. See, no strength bonus. Or, yeah, thank you, David. Yeah, so no hit bonus to hit or damage from strength. So I'm a fighter, first level. I have 1851 strength. I'm plus two to hit, plus four damage. You're a monk. I punch you, you punch me. Guess who's going down? Yeah. That, that should not be. Right. The monk should be able, you know, you look at the classic bruiser fight versus the quick, you know, whether it's Bruce Lee or some Jackie Chan, that should be a fair fight. That's not a fair fight. No, this is good, though, because I want to discourage people from playing the monk. No, I don't want to discourage them. I just, there, is, there are remedies that people, we're going to talk about that, that people have done uh, with that. So, okay. So, uh, so now we're on to open hand. So the open hand combat. Oh, so there's this chance to stun or even kill. And that's kind of cool. Right, with the, if I get a five or higher, 
than what was required on my to hit roll with the open right. hand. And this is the first time we saw this, and this I've used this five or higher in a lot of things. This is kind of that mechanic I used for if they fumbled or they critical, mm -hmm. it was always that if you did five or higher, you had an exceptional hit, even though it wasn't codified anywhere mm -hmm. else. I know a lot of people house ruled this for other things, mm -hmm. like you need a 15, if you need a 12 to hit and you hit with a 17, no, that was an exceptional hit and people started right. adding additional right. damage or whatever. I'm not saying you should, but there was, there was a reason for it. So yeah, so go ahead, read that about open hand. So the, this is stunning or killing is a cool, again, that sounds amazing. Yeah, because I'm envisioning, you know, like you chop the neck and the guy just dies. So if it's five or more to hit, using got to be using open hand, of course. Right. Then there is a percentage chance that you will stun or kill, right? The percentage chance is based on the opponent's AC, right? So if it's a 10, you'd have a 10% chance. You've got to hit first, right? but then you have a 10% chance. Um, and at, what is it, you, at, at seventh level, every level above seven, you get a 1% extra chance. So if it's an AC minus one, uh, in your ninth level, you'd actually have a 1%, I don't know why I say actually. <laughs> That's amazing. That's right. You'd have a 1% chance of killing, of, of, uh, killing, right? So, uh, so that, you know. It would have to be over seventh level. If it, if it was, yeah. If it was zero or minus one, because so you got a first, so you roll to hit. I mean, the problem is when you're low level, you're probably going, it's going to be hard to get five above what you need to hit. Right. Even though you're on the cleric table. Right. I mean, you need to, so what's the AC? You need a 15 or you, lower. AC five or better. Okay. So it's not often, and then you need a 20. And then, is a, if they're AC5, it's a 5% chance to, uh, so you've stunned them. That's cool. And then you've got a 5% chance to... Uh, well, and David put here, yeah, if, I, I think David, but that assumes the AC of the fighter is AC10, doesn't it? You have to roll 5 above. So in this, what it's saying here, if 15 is required, score 20 more would indicate a stun. And, um, and again, are we reading... That the chance kills percentage equals the armor class opponent modified by the number of experience points above levels above seven. So you're not going to. Uh, so is it saying you have to be above seven, or it's modified if you're above seven? I think it's modified if you're above seven. So, so you could kill regardless, is what you're saying. If you're if you're, if you stun. If well, if, if you stunned, it's always based upon the AC. So the only time that it would be a zero is if you're below seventh level and it's an AC zero or below. Even if it's an AC one, the way I read it, if you're an AC one, your opponent, right, and you're a first level monk, and well, you you're not going to get the plus, you need plus five, so it's got you're not going to do that, right. But if you're five or above, you're to hit, then you've stunned, and right. then you roll to see if you actually kill. Yeah. So the argument on the on the chat, not even argument. Yeah, if it's a one-on-one -on -one combat where everyone's kind of stripped down in a boxing, then the monk is a little, has a little better chance. Why does the monk go first? Who said the monk goes first? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the uh, Chamberlain. Oh. Maybe he's just saying if they do. says the monk goes right. first. Right, if the monk goes first. If it's a monk, in hand-to-hand -hand combat, the monk goes first. Maybe because of the initiative bonus? I don't know. Or is it if it's, yeah. I don't... There's also a higher level of surprise. So I think these are, you know, again, you're really going to have to kind of figure some of this out. So... I'm good with that. I think that would be cool. Uh, you know, note that the monk must hit and and stun the opponent, which means five or then percentage must be rolled. So the only bad part, there's a lot of rolling. But you know what? Yeah, but you know what it is. This is what it comes down to with all these classes, don't you think? Do are you going to get into character? Do you want to be a monk? Yeah, yeah. Is it cool to you? Do you, right. you know, if you play it 
in a cool way as a monk. If you're right. not just then who cares? playing a power right. game, because exactly. now we're talking about power gaming, right. which is fine too. I mean, no, and no one wants to be, even if you're not a power gamer, you don't want to be the guy with one hit point who's dead. I mean, I mean, that's no fun. That's you know. But if you want to play, if you're into this type of character, the martial arts, then I think yeah. you play because it's fun to play. So some of the argument here, and I I, I would agree with it, is that uh, what. Uh, the arch, uh, the Chamberlain, uh, most august from Australia, is arguing, and I, and I would tend to agree with this: is that their hands are weapons, and so if you were in, in the scenario we're talking about, is this fifth level fighter? You're in a bar, they don't have weapons, and they start fighting. At the end, the fifth level br- bruiser tries to fight, and because the monks hand to hand, like you know, I have to register my hands as a lethal weapon right. kind of thing. It's a weapon, whereas. Uh, uh, Pummeling, if you're not proficient in fighting hand to hand, it's not a proficiency. You're just basically doing. Oh, you give. Oh, you give a non-proficiency on hand to hand combat if you don't. Well, it's just it's you, you. You're supposed to use weaponless combat. Weaponless combat always goes last in the round. That's where he's making that. Weaponless point. always goes last. Right. So he's saying, I have. Uh-huh. I'm a fighter. I have fists. Yeah. You're a monk. Because I'm using weaponless oh. combat, you're combating normally because it's part of your attack. You would go first. Oh, I didn't know that because I know I know that fist or open hand is listed on the weapons table. It has a speed factor of one. Right. It's fa- but it's still slower weaponless. If you're pummeling, which is the attack, you'd be using a weaponless combat. Now you could argue, could a fighter get a proficiency in fists that he could just fight with his fist? Why not? Is that anywhere by the way? So I get that. Does they talk about that? The monks. Fists are considered weapons for purposes of weaponless combat. They're not considered weaponless. Yeah, that's I mean, that right. makes sense to me. I, just, yeah. you know, I was wondering if it, I mean, I, I, would, I would adopt that right now if it actually says that. I don't know if it says yeah. it explicitly, but they get, you know, the other reason that would support that is they get multiple attacks. So it, it's acting like an attack matrix. Yeah, you probably don't want to fight the monk. If you're it, in a bar, you yeah. don't have your armor on. Right. If you, if you know it's a monk, you should stay away. They're going to kick your butt. Yeah, because I'm probably not, when I'm in the bar, I mean, I think we always assume that everyone, do people really walk around in chainmail in a bar? Maybe they do if it's a really dangerous place, but yeah. aren't you, are you always walking around? I mean, you have plate mail. You know, always like, you answer the door. Are you in plate mail? Right. Why? Why are you wearing plate mail? Well, because you don't want to have to deal with spending rounds to put it on. So that's the, the you know, players, they would sleep in their armor if you Yeah, because they don't actually have to do it. I'm going to make them. They need to buy oh, plate mail. They need to come and play the game in plate mail. That's right. That's right. Just 50 pounds of armor. <laughs> right. They'd be like, I'm tired. Drive in plate mail. So uh, then you've got, uh, so again, it's, it go, that's the challenge. Something is cool and something like, meh. Uh, you know, and, and eventually they would definitely go first because when they get to, uh, Fourth level, they start getting multiple attacks per round, which is kind of cool. Too. Right. Uh, so if they get two attacks, they would go first. But now I can Clearly do. Go first. I can do matrix type stuff, can't I? Uh, Dodging. Uh, and... Yep, that's that's right. So right. they make saving throws as thieves, but right. non magical missiles, which normally you hit, you can make a saving throw for each potential hit. In other words, you could, you know if there was a kobolds or goblins shooting bows, they could do the Matrix style, save versus petrification. And the way I read that is that the first, the kobolds would have to make it to hit roll, correct? Yeah, they and have then, to hit, right. And so I get an additional chance to dodge what otherwise right. would be a hit. Right. Okay, well, that's kind of cool. So that's kind of yeah. nice. Exactly. And that's immediate. That is immediate. In, 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 uh, in other respects, if a monk makes a saving throw against the attack form, it will sustain no damage. So, uh, you know, if it, so against a fireball, if attack from a fireball, if it's a ninth level or higher, a monk who fails to save it, would only sustain one half. So basically, 
you know, they, they're, they're so agile and dexterous and they're disciplined in jumping out of the way. That is a very, and, and I've seen, we had a monk in our, uh, Don, our good friend, who played a monk in my campaign and, you know, did a great, you know, he, he, that was one of his key things. In fact, he would get in front of other people who were mm -hmm. fighting and, and block missiles in front of people. Oh, very nice. And, and, and am I right in understanding that in other respects, if the monk makes his or saving throw against attack form, so now is this normal weapons automatically if I make a saving throw? Yes, that's right. And am I using petrification, I guess, again? I get no damage? If it's a fireball. or Oh, no, or no, even, it says even if the attack form was a it, fireball, for instance, even. In other respects, well, no, well, if, if you make your saving throw, you, you dodge the thing or you knock it aside, so you get no oh, damage. Oh, wait, I don't think, I thought we're not on... I thought we're not on missiles anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. If it's another... non-magical non missiles, which would normally hit, can be dodged or knocked aside. Right. Um, in other respects... Now, what does in other respects mean? If a monk makes his or her saving throw against an attack form, the monk will sustain no damage from the attack, even if the attack form was a fireball. This makes it sound like everything else, I get no damage. Yeah. Any... I mean, am I over-reading that? I'm reading that like, so someone comes at me with a sword, mm -hmm. hits me, do I get a save versus petrification to sustain no damage? And it's pointing out, look, this would even if it's... The, the guy gets a sort of saying how good this is. Look, it's even if it was a fireball, for instance. Well, then it says at ninth level or higher, monk would fail and still would get one half. But that's even better. But that right. means... That, so is it But before ninth level, if I make my saving throw... Yeah. I get no damage. If I don't make my saving throw, it's full damage. Well, they, at ninth level, it's either zero or half. Because they suck so bad, I would give it to them. I wonder how people read that. Yeah, so what Dan is saying, correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. if any kind of projectile attack... No, if, well, I'm any starting attack. first. Any, oh, yeah, any, any, any launched attack at the monk that's not a hand-to-hand -hand attack. Right. Whether it's a spell, whether it's a missile. Non-magical. Non-magical. Well, first non-magical, if it's, if it's arrows and stuff, they make their save. No matter what it is, they knock aside, they take no damage. If they fail their save... They take damage if it's non-magical missiles. Do you read that the way, same way? Or if you're, I guess what I'm confused is, in other respects, if a monk makes it the same throw against attack form, the monk will sustain no damage from the attack, even if the attack was from a fireball. So are you saying just, in other words, they're still taking half damage from non-magical spheres, or are they, if they fail their save, or are they taking full damage? So I read that as, for all other attack forms, so non-magical missiles, is, is that sentence is limited to that issue. Okay. And then in other respects, makes it say that against an attack form. Well, because there's all kinds of attack forms. Well, that's my thing. It's there's mana core missiles, there's fireballs, So, so this bolts. is only missiles, but okay. So well, in other words, this is got to be, so this, this second sentence is only about missiles. We're still just talking about missiles, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, it would normally hit the other side. So another response that makes his or save against an attack form. So does that mean if it is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. Well, we'll have to keep, we'll go. I mean, you can read it a bunch of ways. We have played it, or at least when I've played, Don has played it. Not Missile weapons save, they take no damage. They fail their save, they take damage. If it's a fireball, they make their save, they take no damage. If they fail their save, they take half damage. That's what we've done. Now, whether that's right or not, I don't know. But that's what we've done. Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm confused by that.
I agree with David, only missiles. It would be great against all attacks, but not so. Yeah. So only missiles. So if it's non-magical missiles, that- I dodge it if I make a saving throw against That's right. petrification for each as potential hit. In other respects, if I make my saving throw, the monk will say no damage. That's the same thing, though, isn't it? What's changed? I sustain no damage. The first one is I knock it away and I sustain no damage. And in other respects, if I make my saving throw... Well, it's a fireball. If it's a fireball, you either, t- either you, so it's, it's a f- you but, take no damage. Because peop- against a fireball, all other creatures take half damage. Yeah. When you, fa- when you fail your save, you take half. They would take none. But why, does it, why don't the first sentence just say well, are you gonna start all missiles, clarity? which would normally hit, can be dodged or knocked aside? Right. In other I mean, I don't understand what that's add. I mean, it's, it's saying if it's non-magical, I suffer no damage if I make my save. And if it's magical, I suffer no damage if I make my save. Yeah, but the diff- I think the difference there is... Uh, well, no, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know what the second sentence is adding to the first one. I know it's adding magical, because a fireball right. is magical, but why wouldn't it just say... Mag- why do we need to do two sentences to just say if you make your save against a magical or non-magical missile, yeah. you take no damage? Yeah. It you know, appears to be about missiles, not... Ma- yeah, again... Thank you. Yeah, everyone's like, look at the clock. Um, I've ruled it. Clearly non-magical missiles, if they save, they, if it's magical, if they make their save, um, they, they, take, they, they still, I, they, so, take, they take no so damage. So maybe it's an issue of knocking away versus, maybe it's really just about whether you can knock it away. You can knock away a non-magical missile. Right. But maybe magical stuff, you can't knock away, and Gaiac is saying, but even if, yeah, you, still you take- just simply don't suffer any yeah. damage yeah. if you make it. All right, so if you thought that was fun. And the ninth level, I think, but I think the ninth level is a difference, because the ninth yeah. level now is, it, it, before ninth level, and it's magical, it's either zero or all, right. whereas at ninth level, it's, it's half, or, half none. or none. Right. Right, okay. Yep. All right, so then the what's, next part. What's complicated about this combat no, this rules is, of being the yeah. first edition? Well, you're an clearly, idiot. I'm an you, idiot to think they're not complicated. You are an idiot if you think this is complicated. complicated. Not complicated. We're just idiots. Not complicated. Okay, so then we move on to surprise, which this is so painful. It's not complicated. This, well, it makes sense, but it's so painful. Oh, it is complicated. At first level, there's likely to be a surprise to anyone else, but then it goes down by... To 32%. It goes down one and a third. And now you got to, the problem is now you got to adjust the segments, don't you? Right. Like how many segments. And then 2% per level. Nothing else works this way. And this means, and this means that I might not be surprised. So just the monk, it's kind of like a ranger now or like a dex bonus. I might not be surprised as many segments. What? Because it's usually party surprise. It is And this party. doesn't, this does... Does this apply like a ranger? I don't think this applies like a ranger. This doesn't apply. This doesn't this go applies, to the whole party, does this it? This applies to you. Right. So the, easy, like a dex bonus. the easiest way to run it is it reduces, it's almost a dex bonus that as you keep going, it reduces the segments. But you can't read it that way. You have to read it that it uh, affects their, you know, instead of being a one and two chance, they're now a 30% chance or 25% chance. And how do you chance. figure out the segments, though? So if well, I'm that's what makes it so impossible. I mean, that... The, the, when do you round, do you round down? Because, like, one out of six, of course, is what, 16.67% or whatever, right? So, so two out of six is 33 and a third. Right. 
do you like you're going to round to figure? So if it's a thirty percent chance, yeah. and let's say I'm surprised, yeah. and you're fighting a spectator who surprised gets only surprised on a one in eight, or oh, no, and, right. and then there's someone who gets surprises on right. six well, that and gets twelve. Worse. It just it's it's it. Uh, let's the, just say you don't have the, the simple, and maybe this is more for a surprise discussion because it's going to take up too much time. But I guess if it's just a straight one and two, one and two, everyone's saying except the monk. And the monk rolls for 30%. I guess you'd say, well, look, that's close to 33 and a third. So you're surprised two segments. At a certain point, it's going to flip over. You're just one. Right. I guess. Yeah. But the, so some of the arguments are, um, let's say everyone was surprised at the same thing. They're one, 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 you know, one to one to two out of six. Now at second level, they're less. So then you would start using them because they just like a ranger gets surprised less. You use them in the party. You would use them as the, the best roll. And now you have to adjudicate. Well, you could, but we don't know. It doesn't say that. Uh, well, but you assume. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? If I was a player, I'm going to argue that I have a third-level monk. Why are we using one and two? It's less than one and two. Uh, uh, one is uh, two and six. It is interesting. It's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Well, but you could make it. Yeah. It's terrible. And, and the problem is it should be a good advantage. Monks should be, you know, that idea of, you know, they have a second sixth sense in there. That should be cool. This is not cool. This is, they should have just is, made it like a range or only one in six or something. Right. Or every four levels you reduce it so that, you know, even if you want to still go with the crazy one in eight and one in 12 like some yeah. creatures do. Great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Make, yeah, exactly. This is just, and everyone's commenting the same thing. It's so, it's so painful. So, right, roll the percentage only if the monk is the best surprise value, which, okay, if you have a ranger, I guess that's the nice thing is always eventually the ranger. Yeah. <laughs> so then you just use the rangers one and six, right? But if they are, you know what I mean? But then, you've then, but then you've, you, you, know, you have a number of levels where the monk's not, it, it's another feature that could be cool, but they don't, it wasn't implemented away. I, I believe there wasn't there an article in Dragon that talks about oh this yeah you and convert it yeah you can you have to convert everything to percentages and then determine and that's I tried that for a while and, and but you know because of the times we've spent together you know that dice roll again it's not just a one and two if you if you're surprised on a one and four you roll four you could potentially have four segments so first the the beauty and the curse of the surprise way in first edition is you're not only determining who's surprised but how many segments are surprised right. in one roll. Right. When you convert it to percentages, now you have to, you're right. figuring out surprise and then you have to refigure out how right. many segments are surprised. Right. It just wow. It slows it down. Oh. And so if you have to you have every time you had a monk, right. every combat you have, you know, seven combats, you know, and, scenarios or and, encounters. And someone wants I just want to do kung fu fighting. That's all I want to do. Because you're no, doing sorry, all that stuff, and people are putting out. And today's generation, people are pulling out their phones. Right. They're on their phones. They're going to the bathroom. So it's. Just, they come back from the bathroom. You're still calculating. Right. It's just you know. I would even say you know at fifth level rangers uh, monks can't be surprised or something like that. Just well, to keep it simple. And you know the downside of this is that the way I think combat should be should be okay. You burst into a room. There's goblins. What do you do? Right. You know what I mean. And it's just supposed to be fast and furious. I mean, I know you're supposed to part like we talked about that, right? right? But assuming you don't part, it's not so, but you know, it, 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 it should have a little bit of real timingness to right. it, in my opinion. Right. Well, and that's what, that's what Gary Gygax says in page 60, whatever, and, you know, a declaring action. You, if, if you don't declare action quickly, you, uh, you lose your turn. Uh, you, you basically sit around. So that's a sh- to me, that's just a shame. It's a lost opportunity. Then they can do thieving ability. Why? 
Why can they find and remove traps? They can't do backstab though, right? They can't, they cannot. Or comprehend languages. They cannot comprehend languages. You know, I think of a monk. They Number should. one, they should go to backstab because they know the body so well. They right. know where to whack you with the right. the joystick that, or whatever yeah, to do that, the damage. They should well, be able to. They get extra damages to hit because of their knowledge. You know the idea, almost like the right. acupuncture. Of the, they know the pain points of the body, but yet they don't get they don't get a backstab. And they're they're, they're, they're monastic. But they're not scholarly enough to know comprehend language. Right. And so open locks. Why? Why are they studying that? Climb walls. I get. Move silently. Hide in shadows. Mm. Are you a cleric or are you a thief? Find remove yes. traps. Yes. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what I am. I don't. I don't. What I don't. am I? The monk is confused. So they. So they. So that's what they do. They. They're basically a poor man's thief at that. Here's point. the problem. That. You know, okay. Or you bring up a great point. They're a poor man's thief. Or. They're the neutral party thief. I mean, they're the good party thief. Right. So if you want to that do a good party, is, yeah, that's a very good point. Right. Because you, you could have do, a lawful good monk. Because I did a for Aurelian. It needed. It's supposed to be good. It really should be good character. It's supposed to be epic. Epic yeah. fight against evil. And so you know the problem is with a thief. Um, you know the thieves. You know you could do the neutral good thief, but that's kind of you know it gets boring after a while. So I did a monk. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to be a good, you want a good party. Right. And you want a thief. Have yeah. a monk. Yeah, and and because they're they're the skills the skills that a monk has is very appropriate for what what most parties want a thief for, which is finding traps and and sneaking around. And there's no, it's not like the assassin where it is two levels below, right? It's you you start off right at the same level. Yeah, it's the same, which level. is really nice. But here's the thing, this is what I think is cool. So some of the comments are because David Carradine, you know, came from uh, did it in uh, you know he escaped out of jail in the West or whatever. And I, okay. Yeah, you can't keep. You can't contain a monk. No, you can't. Where's David, the monk? David Carradine, you're not Monk's keeping gone. him. He's gone. He's out of here. Gone. Right. He slid through this little. <laughs> of course, if he's trying to open locks as a first level thief, uh, what does he have? A twenty five percent chance. Like, he's like, hey, I'm a monk. What? <laughs> One in four chance. Don't you know who I am? I'm not a thief. I'm yeah, a monk. Exactly. Oh, we didn't talk about who, what race. So I want to be a no monk. No. What? You, first of all, you can't be a gnome in my campaign. <laughs> anyway. That's right. That's always a no. That's a no. <laughs> that's a no you know, if you look at... If, you, what, would, uh, you would have it where the list is, you would redo the player's handbook, and right. it would be like, everyone, no, it would just be, no, no. I'm going to replace this no. on page 14. No. No. <laughs> just no. Hell no. No, there will be parentheses. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, I'd have NPC ones. You, yeah, you have one. That's the, right. the, the illusionist assassin. That's illusionist assassin. That's the only thing that you can be. Make. That's right. And it would be non-player. It would be an NPC. All right. So I'm, no, I'm going to be a dwarven monk. No. Okay. I want to be an elven monk. No. No monk. Half elf. No. Halfling. No. No. Half orc. No. no. Human. Mean. Yes. So yeah. All right. So you got to be a human. You got to be a human. But here's the thing about it: is isn't it seem kind of cool to have like this monastery of just lawful evil monks? Yes. And well, we we're going to talk. They already talked about. It. I was going to talk about it. the Scarlet Brotherhood. That is. Oh, the... Okay. I don't know what that is. That's from Greyhawk. At some point, do you think I should break down and get Greyhawk just so I know you what you guys are talking about? No, them. no, no. That's too valuable. Scarlet Brotherhood, for those, uh-huh. if you look at the Greyhawk map, it's all the way in the bottom. And 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 I was uh, tweeting about one of my favorite modules, A3, Area of the Slave Lords. One of the Slave Lords is a representative from the Scarlet Brotherhood. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the what's his name? Uh, I know David already talked about the Scarlet Brotherhood. The Mar- it's not Marimoto. He's the he's the cleric, a brother Ajito or whatever, something like that. He is the representative from the Scarlet Brotherhood. It's in eighth. So I assume it's a lawful, he's lawful brotherhood. Yep. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's a, yeah, and they're and they're and and people thought that was really cool. And over time, they've really made huge stories about how mm. their tendrils are all over the place and doing things. So okay, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, moving on. 
How are we doing? Oh. Okay, so, uh, oh, they can like fall. Yes. And they like sort of like bounce, what do they bounce off the wall or something? Yeah, as long as they're near a wall as they continue in levels, they can fall without damage. Because again, falling, if done properly, especially if we do it the way it's supposed to be, if 20 feet you roll 3d6, 1d6, 2d6, mm-hmm. a 20 foot fall could kill most, kill a lot of people. You'll be happy to know that in my Aurelian adventure that I ran, a monk, a gnome, uh, run by Rob. A no fell. monk? No, no oh, monk. Okay. I I say. S- I'm sorry, no. Illusionist, of course. Okay. Uh, was swept off of a tower mm. and was killed. Does that make you feel better? Did you videotape that? <laughs> that would have been. He was resurrected. Oh. That's... Not a resurrection, baby. All right. So, um, but, but look, but the first sentence underneath that says the monk must have the opportunity to periodically make contact with the wall. So they're sort of bouncing, too. Right. I mean, they're. Yeah, it's the idea, and, you know, the people are saying they run down the walls, you know, kind of like very martial mm-hmm. arts type. Okay. Yeah, matrix, whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay. Yeah, to slow the fall. So no damage is sustained. I mean, I don't know. So in some ways, they are definitely better than thieves because you, that's, that's the bane of any first-level thief is, all right, go climb the wall and see, you know, do some spying. They fail, their save, they fail their climb check, and now they're knocked out. Here, it's almost like they have a ring of feather falling, whatever. They, they can survive uh, up to 20 feet and not be damaged. Do I have to join the thieves? Kill? But that's at fourth level. Do I have to join the thieves? If I want to th- steal things, so I'm a lawful evil monk, well, you can't steal things. You don't have pickpockets. Oh, I had not noticed that. Thank you. Yeah. I only have open locks, fine room traps, moose silently. So what is thieving activities? So if I'm hiding in shadows, is the thief guild going to get upset? No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's part of your <laughs> disciples here. Okay. So the only Hey, time- David, thank you. Hey, you, you're a trooper, man. I'm wow. sorry about this, uh, this delay in time. This is horrible. I, I feel bad. You're but- unhappy about the time zones? Well, because we shifted time oh, now. He's even and later. They did not, oh, I didn't know. Okay. It's, 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 mid, it's two in the morning for him. It's crazy. Well, why didn't they shift times? I don't know. I don't know how that That's why we need to you know, protest this. Uh, does you, do you have daylight savings? We don't have to talk about it now. But he's snoring. He's, I, I he's a, out. I give him a lot of credit. That's, 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 I would get up earlier, but it's, it's a struggle for us to get up. You, know, you have to drive over here. So. Well, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I would not listen to our podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Oh, regardless of the time. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant. No, right, no, no. Right. Regardless of that's the time. Right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is, um, all right. So, so that's I don't cool. have to join kind the thesis. Cool. So I don't, are there any other ones? I had not noticed pickpockets that make sense. Um, well, comprehend languages, like you said. Right. Comprehend language and pickpockets are out. It looks like everything else is, is pretty much in. Right. And not that we don't have backstab, but okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. So now we get a lot of special, it's like, you know what it is? You know, what the, you know what the special abilities on the right is? It's like an advent calendar. Yes. I open up the little box. You get a little cool thing. So the first three days, first two days, Not nothing. so much. Wah, wah. Yeah. But then I get stuff. Just like r- random stuff. Yeah. I get to speak with animals. That's kind of cool. Right. I had to come up my monk character, right? So Michael in the adventure, he, he used to speak with animals. And you know, I'm very friendly. That's so I'm not going to be like, they, like, they're too stupid to talk to you. They talked. You mask ESP. Not subject to disease. That's amazing. So again, a fifth level. If you can survive, here's the here, before we get into all that. There's very cool stuff, and, I, and we'll do go over each one. Here's the final kick in the teeth. The experience points goes crazy as far as experience points needed. You, after, you need a lot af, after a while. Yeah, okay. you start needing to need more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on par with a paladin. As far as experience, it starts a little bit lower, but by sixth level, if you want to be a seventh level monk, you need 
more experience than a paladin. Yeah. And then it's and, and, and then it's just I got to go find people and kill them. If well, was that there, there's some discussion about that too. We'll get into oh, okay. that. All right. So yes, I'll go back to your advent calendar thing. I think that's really okay. Good. Right. So on D, so at uh, six level, I can basically feign death. Right. I appear dead. Play dead. Right. And I will appear dead. Right. Yep. I don't. If you inspect me, I appear that I'm dead. Which you know that would be nice to actually have that at first level. Right. When I, right when the party is <laughs> makes a lot, and I've got two hit points or something. Exactly. I could use that sooner. Um, at seventh level, okay. So I have this is like lay on hands, like a paladin, right? I can heal damage to my body, right? Even though four. they're not either their own class. Again, I I agree with you. They should have been more of the cleric class or or paladin, the sub thing of you know something like that. Go ahead. You know, yeah. Well, the paladin is a little clericky. Yeah. The pa- the paladin should be its own thing. It's like a cleric kind of. A uh, uh, fighter hybrid. Okay. Yeah, I mean the the, the point is this is not these these skills or these powers are not derived from from um, divine powers. These are these are psionic things, which again we'll, we'll talk about later uh, as people struggled to try to make the monk more relevant. They went um, they went they really embraced the psionic part of it, which again is an optional thing, but. You know, there's all these psionic abilities are basically you're adding to this. Oh, well, if you have psionic abilities, well, then, yeah, you've got, well, all right, we'll talk about that. So I can speak with plants. Yep. Um, at eighth level, I always thought that was interesting because I really didn't think plants would have really anything to say since they're not intelligent, but. But they can speak I, with them. I can go with that. That's fine. Well, I don't it's like that. a druid. It's fun. They speak with plants. I know, but I still think that's weird, but right. I think it's fun. Whatever. Weird but fun. Uh, uh, G, so uh, at, uh, what, where am I at now? What am I at? at ninth level. Beguiling charms, hypnosis, and suggestion spells have only a 50% chance of affecting me. So that's fine. And it in- the percentage chance increases. Yeah, you're ninth level now, though. That's painful. Yeah. At H, so I'm now at 10th level, telepathic and mind blast attacks upon a monk are made as if I have an 18 intelligence. Okay. I don't really know anything about that. I'd assume if I'm running into a mind flare, apparently. So, so um, your higher intelligence, the less likely... To, to be affected, though, you could potentially, the damage, if you fail your save, would be worse. Oh. Because it's, you have to use the, sci, sci, if you don't have psionics, you have to go to the psionics uh, versus a psionic-less ca- creature. And again, the only thing, if you use psionics, which again is an optional, that'll be an optional uh, podcast when we go over psionics. Um, oh, plus two, well, thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> The uh, plus two for our role, thanks to David. Good night, Chamberlain. Um, Good night, Chamberlain. Uh, if you have psionics, the only thing you can do to non-psionics as far as attack modes is psionic blasts. So that's why mind flares are scary, because they're the only thing, they're the only attack that non-psionics can be affected by. And your save is dependent on your combination of wisdom and intelligence. So having a higher intelligence makes your save better. Okay. That's the simple So if I happen to run into a mind flare? Well, they're in. They're in all the D and G series. They're in the you know. They're in the end of G and they're in in the D series. And there's a great picture. Isn't there a great is. illustration that mind flare is like you yeah, blasting it. Yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, so at eleventh level and higher, I'm not affected by poison of any type. Yep. So if you're going to try to assassinate me, yeah. I don't think so with poison. Poison. Oh, so. and now they're immune to disease, immune to poison. That's awesome. Okay. And the part I do like about this, and this is the first class that really has as. Each level, they get something new. Mm-hmm. All the other classes, they may get a new spell, they may get something, but it's really not a unique ability. Right. So that 
is also very cool. Yeah, yeah. You're packing. You're packing up all these interesting things. Geese. Am I pronouncing that correct? Yeah. And quest spells. So I uh, have no effect if I know a quest spell. Yeah, geese is similar. It's you are compelled to do something. Yeah, okay. and I'm almost sure there's no save. So that's that's always painful. Okay. Okay. And then the last and perhaps most terrible power. Oh, uh, so this is palm. the quivering palm is pretty cool. So actually, I, I touch you, right, and deadly vibrations yep. come upon you. I can do it once per week. Uh, most touch-intended victim. So do I just have to, uh, can I just, like, touch you? So if you're not hostile to me, right. I can just touch you. I don't even need to, to hit probably. Just no, sort of... I would never do that. I, I don't allow any attack. I uh-huh. always say you have to rule. Because you got to kind of get your hand on there, right. even if... Uh, unless they're... Now, if they're helpless or sleep, then yes, potentially you could do what that. What if you're my spouse? And I'm like, you know... Well, I, I assume I'm ruling initiative all the time against her. <laughs> I have to make my surprise roll if I'm going to make it to hit roll. Magi- Thank you, I'll be here all week. That's right. She has a magical chastity belt. <laughs> That's right. I have to... <laughs> Pick locks already, so thank That's you. Right. Ah, now foil we... magical closures. That's right. That's it. Uh, right. Oh, failed my failed my initiative. Uh, you're out. You're gonna do reaction roll. Reaction she attacks roll. you. Oh, Get your hands off me. Immediate attack. <laughs> okay. So uh, once per week. So you, all right. So you're always doing an attack roll on that. Um, I've got to touch the individual with three melee rounds. So once I set out to do it, I got three rounds. I got three minutes, or it expires. Yeah. So I'm on the clock. Exactly. I'm going to go to do the quivering palm, and they say, okay, you, you got three minutes, right. or you lose it. It, expi- it drains. It's gone. Um, no undead uh, or creatures which can be hit only by magical. So I can't do the quivering palm on the uh, Pariton? Uh, no, apparently not. The timeline of death command is one day per level the monk has gained at the time the power is used. I don't even know. So this is, uh, I mean, basically what I'm doing is I'm announcing when this is going to trigger. Yeah. Like when you're going to die. It doesn't happen immediately. I set yeah. these tremors like yeah. the duration I'm going to do this s- amount of time. It's is sublime and then it, it kicks in. That's crazy. Do I announce in advance? Uh, I don't know. So set up vibration of the body can control such vibrations so as to cause death to occur when the monk stops them. Yeah. So, so I don't even need to be touching you anymore. Yeah. So the other question is do I have to say, okay, I want these to stop in two days? I guess so. I've never had a 13th level monk that I've had to deal with, so this would be something I'd have to go through because it's, it's, this is more crazy. It sounds, bit, is that the grog line? Is that the grog line? I don't think so. Okay. Considering this phone number is not the grog line number, <laughs> oh, okay. the odds would be remote. All right. All so, right, very, very good. I mean, it's a cool thing, and, and certainly, again, that ability to just straight out kill someone, that's pretty amazing. Because there's no save. The command to die must be given by the monk within a set time limit. Or they just simply cease and they peter out. So I guess I get to set the time limit. All right. The time limit of death command is one day per level experience. Oh, so I can give, so if I'm a 15th level, I get any time up into 15 days? Right. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So you have to set up the vibrations, you touch them, and then you have a, you can put a time limit of they don't die right away. I'm not sure why you would do that. No, because I'm a cool assassin. So then it's like not around. Like, you know, what happens is, no, you set it up. So that they die while they're eating the meal at the king's table, and everyone suspects the king is murdered, is poisoned. Right. Yeah. You'd be a cool assassin. That's Can I be a monk Scar- assassin? Well, no. Oh. You can't be multi-class monk. Okay. I'm pretty sure. No, you can't. We know that. All right, but the victim can't be more hit dice than me. Yeah. Right? And no event more than... Uh, that's right. So, so oh, that's really cool. So now you start with want-want, back to the want-want. You can only use... Strictures. 
Can't you can't wear armor? No armor. Nothing. You only with weapons listed. So because you know you're always finding plus two Joe sticks out there. There's always the plus three. I gave it. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that is rough. I mean, you really need a DM who's trying to help you out, right? And laying... Right. Be plus five bow stick defenders. Uh, even a plus one club. Yeah, because a lot of mod... I always thought that was interesting. Yeah, the, 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 the magical bow stick. I guess right. it can be made, right? right. But you, sure. But the problem is the magic user isn't seeing a large... Right. Market for this. Right. Like if you're making spending Well, you have no time, money. That's the other thing. You can't retain all this small amount of treasure. So who's paying to make a magical bow stick? If only people... Right. Monks are the ones who would want a bow stick. Oh, that's right. How are they paying for them? If they That'd have no be money? like, you know, am I going to do something for people who are like, you know, the unemployed? <laughs> like I know, we'll do a business that we sell things to the unemployed. <laughs> to the homeless. We're going <laughs> to set up a store for the homeless right. to buy things from us. Right. How are we gonna do? That's so not, well. It's not gonna go well. Not, I mean, we got a lot good. of customers, and I'd love to get this, but I have no money. Yeah, they're always haggling. They drive me crazy. <laughs> they they're always free. asking for a handout. Yeah, that seems odd. No, you're right. This is terrible. So yeah. you're right. The percentage of magical bow sticks, it's gonna be pretty low. Right. And they can only use limited items. Yeah. So you can't keep much. Oh, and, and the starting gold. Yeah, it's trivial. It's really low. It's a GMG, isn't it? Oh no, I'm sorry. Five to twenty gold pieces. <laughs> Just make it zero. What am I buying? So five to twenty. I mean, the good news is, can I even buy any of these weapons? Uh, you can buy a bow stick. Can I? I think you can buy a stick. Some of these weapons I can't even afford. Yeah. Right at first level. I don't even think they have a bow stick. They just assume it's a stick, and you can. I just walk your, out. You just get your own. Some druid then starts attacking me right. for taking it. Exactly. Strangles me. <laughs> the druid's a tangle. I just needed a bow stick. A robe is six silver pieces. So that you, you are definitely silver piece pinching. You are silver piece. Right? At this you point. You have that cheap aesthetic because, you know, you're frugal. You know, you're not tethered to the world. And based on the way most people play this game, you're not long for this world if you're You're long. not. Let's see. Let's see how many. Okay, let's see how much I. One. Let's see how many gold pieces I get. How many times am I rolling no, this? No, wait, wait, wait a minute. It's, this, it's five to 20. Yeah, five to four, yep. So I'm rolling this, what? I'm rolling four this. Four more times. Four. Five. Four. Oh, four. Six, eight, you have nine gold So pieces. I have 90? Nine, no, nine. Not 90, nine. No, nine, nine. What nine. am I buying with nine? So I have nine, nine gold, gold pieces. pieces. Let's go shopping. Yeah, you can't buy a crossbow. My credit limit is nine gold pieces. You can't buy a crossbow. Yeah, I tell, I'll tell you, you tell me if I can buy it, okay? Okay, let's play that game. I want to buy, I'd like to buy a bow stick. Uh, sure, because you find it on the ground. Cool. Can I buy a club? Uh, you find that on the ground, too. This doesn't seem right. Clubs are specially made, aren't they? No, they're clubs. They're giants. Yeah, but it's a club. What's what's magical about a club? It's a club. But it's... someone has to carve it. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I, carve it. Why not? Okay. Doesn't have to be the right wood. No. <laughs> Just make a crack in half. Yeah. Well, that's well, you could roll that. All right. I want a crossbow. Uh, what, light or heavy? Light. That's twelve gold pieces. I can't have that. No. Dagger. Uh, that's a gold piece. Two gold pieces with scabbard. Two gold pieces? Right. All right, I'll take it without the scabbard. So now, they don't sell it that way. Okay, Sorry. I'll just take the scabbard. Yes. <laughs> I'll just have the scabbard. <laughs> I'm saving up for the dagger. Saving up for the dagger. <laughs> i got to start small. Oh, my goodness. This That'll be a Christmas so present. So hard. We have a scabbard for it's your dagger. It's so horrible. It's <laughs> so horrible. This is when, when you kill a kobold. You're like, oh, I'm taking the scabbard. That's right. I don't even I, I'm waiting for it. Yeah, exactly. Hand axe? No way. Uh, well, a hand axe is one gold piece. So I need rations. Javelin. Javelin. 
No way. Ten silver pieces. You get one. All right, we can stop here. I mean, the point we've made our point, haven't yeah. we? It's 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 tough. You because I need a robe. Right, we're all boots. Big silver pieces. Am I yeah. wearing boots? Why do halflings wear shoes? They shouldn't be. Uh, I don't. Okay, That's... so, and then I need rations. Yep. I read somewhere that, I, and I think it was in uh, it was in basic Holmes basic that iron rations for the dungeon. Have you ever heard that? And that standard for not the dungeon. Well, iron rations, they're preserved and they're lighter, so that's why you'd carry them. You'd I would carry them anywhere then. I don't know why I need them. Because they're a lot more money, anywhere. that's why. Well, and it has nothing to do with the dungeon. And they're, and they're, you know, like camping food. It's not as mm-hmm. good. You know, it's like canned beans. And right. Kind of, it's just, right. it's not as tasty yeah. as some of the other stuff. So, all right. So, I can't keep any of the money I find. Really, they don't have to donate most of it. So yes. Enough so money to... for their modest need. So, I assume the player's going to be, my modest need is I want... I want a, a new chateau. house. A chateau. Exactly. <laughs> a chateau. Exactly. So I'm sure there's a lot of fights about that, right? How much can I keep? Uh, they can't have henchmen until they turn master. They have limited magic items. They don't get any bonuses to uh, increase hit for damage for strength, which is oh, so horrible. Okay. Then you can get some henchmen. Then here we go. Number six. So, hey, you've, you've done a good job. You struggled thing. And then a uh, number of... There are only a limited number of monks, just like druids and assassins. They're, uh, at 8th level, there are three, and in one of each higher level. Then you have to, f- uh, you then have to find the other one and fight, feet, find and defeat in single combat, hand-to-hand, without it's weapons. terrible, because he's higher level than me. No, he's the same level. Oh, I reached that level, so right. okay, I don't need to beat him to beat that level. I just need to beat him. No. Oh, and if I don't do it really quickly. I mean, that would be sucky. I would never rule that you'd be less level. Right, I gotcha. I okay. would say you're the same level, but then you drop back if, if you survive. There are three eighth level. Right, right, right. When a player character monk gains sufficient experience points to qualify, but this is interesting, it says to qualify him or her for eighth level. The commensurate abilities are attained. Oh, yeah, I see. Only temporarily. Okay, right. so you do get them. Yeah. So I'm not really eighth level, but I'm, I, I'm you're, acting you're, like eighth level. Right. You're qual- it's like if you're going for your black belt test. You, you've learned the skills, sure. and if you survive, they give you the belt. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, that's exactly what this is like. Yeah. That is this. Yes. Okay, and so I go, and this sucks, though. Yeah. You have well, to- I guess I can stay. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go up. I right. chicken. That's true. You well, and it doesn't have to be the death. And that they talk about that, and we're going to talk in a second. You don't necessarily have to be a fight to the death. It says if you survive, you can go down. But 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 here's the problem, is that they might. Oh well, what's my AC at eighth level? Eighth level, it's AC four. I could die. They could hit me, and if they get five or higher than right. they need, yeah, it could stun and kill you. Yeah, then they could kill me. So the that things could, could go. It's an accident. That could happen. Okay. Yep. Or I could be going up against a lawful evil, and he just keeps killing me. Well, and that's, why wouldn't he? And well, like you're gonna, just going to be back. Well, that's what we're going to talk about because I think there's a uh, thing. So he's going to stun me, and then he's going to bow stick me to death. So yeah, you, and and the challenge there is okay when you get higher level, you you've gone up to let's say tenth level, and you know you, you've got you're going to be eleventh level. You've got you gain two hundred thousand experience points if. You lose. A loser loses enough experience points to place him at the lowest number possible to attain the level just beneath the new level. So back down to 7th level, just the hit points exact. The minimum needed to be 7th level. Yeah. Just I start beneath, it again. Well, the lowest number possible to attain the level just beneath it. Yeah. yeah. So you just lost 200,000 experience. Well, right. Wah, whatever. Wah. Two, I was, I was, okay, because I was over 200,000, and now and no, so, no, now you I'm lost 98,000. Right. You just lost 102,000 experience points. Exactly. What a kick in the teeth that is. And I got to go after this guy sooner, right? I think the clock is ticking. 
The monk character will know where to locate the higher level monks, and he or she must proceed immediately to do combat or else lose experience points equal to the number. So I've got to go. If I don't, if I hesitate, yeah. I, I lose them. Right. Okay. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Followers, they can have followers. Anyway. Uh, and, and I can build a monastery. And one thing we didn't talk not about. Not until. I don't know how we missed level. this. Uh, we kind of skipped over it. Lawful. They must be lawful, but they can be evil, good, or neutral. Right. Um, so, a lot of interesting things, a lot of good things. The, the problem is, I think, in real play, it was just painful. So in Dragon, uh, so I know you didn't get a chance to look at this. So people try to fix this, and it was pretty early on. Uh, what is it, page? It is 53. 53. So I, a lot to kick about. Right. In, we are in Best of Dragon, Volume, volume three. 3. Yep, right there. There you go. And it was from Dragon number 53. So 81. So, you know, this is a couple, this is what, three years after Player's Handbook came out, so you're showing it. And um, so some of the, they basically remodified this. They gave them a little more hit points. And let's, let's be clear. So this is, this is this Philip is Meyer, so this right. is not Gygax, That's this right. is not Canon, this is if you right. want. Right. It, it, again, he says, practice with the month's character reinforced. Basically, um, it's just hard to play. Unless you're going to give them cool magic items to keep them alive, or they're going to sit in the back, they are just an XP sponge. So this is where Gygax says they may look weak, but you're, you're wrong. This is saying, no, they are weak. They are weak. They need help. They are terrible. Okay. Uh, so and this, is all, uh, this is all the complaining, I think, right? That, right? So yeah. on, the, on, the, on the, the, the turn of the page, you get special abilities quicker. Right, yeah. starting right at level you one. You get special abilities quicker. You get some things. You actually do a little more damage. Your AC starts lower. Your AC start starts lower, which makes sense. Uh, again, I think the so if you don't if you want to tweak it, this is a good article. Kind of goes through some of the arguments. You don't have to. And and I played. You know, Don played his monk. I gave him the choice. I said you can either be this monk or you can be the monk in there. Now he because he had high level stats. He was actually he he said he rolled psionic, so he had he was a psionic monk. Um, here, all the abilities are very psionic replacing because the okay. idea is they're they're mentally tough. So, I said, well, you have a choice. You can either be a monk with psionics or you can be the new monk. Which one do you want to be? He said, I'll be the monk with psionics, um, and that there's good and, and bad to it. What I do like about this is they answer the question about upper level advancement options. Um, because it does it make sense there would just be one monastery where an eighth level one would be uh, lawful good and then the ninth level would be lawful evil? It would make sense that there's a lawful good order, a lawful neutral order, and a lawful evil order. In other words, if you're lawful evil, you're going to fight other lawful evil monks and move up that oh, rank. Right. The Scarlet Brotherhood's for lawful evil, and you know the Way of the Rose is lawful neutral, whatever the case may be. You wouldn't be bouncing back and forth fighting. So you think there's like three? Because what's the highest? The Grand Master? Yeah, yeah there'd, be, there'd be three for each order. At I see. In okay. the world, right. And so you would go... That's to, what this article says. That's right. Right, okay. But in, in the... That, yeah, handbook, there's it no, just one. They, well, it doesn't delineate. It just says once you get this level, you have to find the one who's there. And right. it doesn't say that there are different things. Right. Oh, and so I made a good point about... Uh, Online about if you get three open hand attacks, that's multiple chance for the quivering palm. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, so it sounds like the monks are cool when you get higher level. Yeah, and like and, magic users, you got to suffer through through the low levels. And one of the things is you could say that lawful evil must be fighting to the death, whereas lawful good, you may not. 
you may not even say combat. You may have to wait, you know, kind of like a government job. You gotta wait for someone to retire or die before you can leave. Right. Maybe so a they, chess match. Yeah, or a chess match. So they have percentages of that. So again, certain, uh, I would definitely look it over if you're gonna allow for a, uh, a monk because it beefs them up, it makes them a little more palatable. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the experience points table. They kind of they kind of nerfed it a little too much, in my humble opinion, for all the skills that they get. Um, so I would mix and match. That would be my recommendation. So that's in volume three, or uh, what did we say, fifty eight? I think it was something like that. Fifty eight, fifty three. Fifty three. I mean, page fifty three there. Maybe. Oh, fifty three. Okay. I think fifty three there. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. And fifty three on fifty three and issue fifty three. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, very good. I think that's, uh, um, we talked about the Scarlet Brotherhood, we talked about Dragon Magazine. Um, I, th you know, I, there's such good things about it and there's such weirdness and drama, heart. Uh, you know, again, a lot of folks like the idea of it, but it's, it's still a little bridge to climb to, to get to a monk that's playable. Well, and here's the good news. It's up to the player. Yeah. They want to play it? Like you right. said, Don, go for it. Right. You enjoy it. You'll have a good time. Play right. it. I would have to lean a lot as the DM on the player to tell me what they're doing. You know what I mean? All that business. Reminding me of a lot of this stuff. They need to know their abilities yep. and their dodging and the chance to miss. I don't want to have to remember all of that stuff as the DM. So I, I would, I'd say, yeah, you, of course you can be a monk, but I'm going to lean on you to remind me right. of your abilities. So exactly. you, you need to be aware of your abilities because I don't want to remember them all. Yeah, and... and Again, the challenge there is if you have um, if you have players who just want to play the monk, but they're not going to spend time working on them, they shouldn't be playing it. Yeah, it, I think that's some of the problem with some of these classes. They require player involvement, and if you have players who are either casual who are not going to put the time in, it can be pro it can be more of a burden for you. To be sure, you know, I I love new players when they want to be magic users, but first edition magic users are not simple player things to do. And they have to be willing to put the time in because first, first level is kind of simple. <laughs> well, but even then, casting a spell is not a trivial matter. Right. If you cast sleep the wrong way and you're playing it rules as written, you could take out some of your party. And they don't think that way. They just say, "I cast sleep." Right, because it's it's an area of right. fact. And if, if you're, you're in the and if you know if, if you know using the example of here here are the hobgoblins and you're the magic user back here and I say I cast sleep right here. You could take out the whole party, right? If if you do it the wrong way, right? Um, that's not fair to the new player who's just like, I just want to cast sleep. Can I pick? No, that's not how it works. You can't pick them. <laughs> They're not coming back. Yeah, you can't pick the hobgoblins. You have to. It's an area. But they didn't effect. know. And too late. You said it. And you yeah. And then you're being a jerk. <laughs> and and they did, they didn't want to do all that. So um, anyway, it's uh, that that part's interesting. So anything else on the monk? Uh, you know, at the end of the day. I think it's fine. And again, I grew up with it, and that probably colors my view on it. I never questioned it much at the time. I was used it was canon. I, it, I took the book as it was written. And uh, so I, I think they can be pretty cool with the right uh, players. And they can probably be great NPCs, I think, uh, again, if you've got a good DM playing them or you've got a good player playing them. I, I agree. I think if this is where the DM should be a little charitable if you have characters or classes that are a little more challenging mm -hmm. you know you can't have 
you know this character is going to be weak initially, you need to tailor some of your encounters to support that. There's skill. There's fun things that they could do, but if you play your traditional hack and slash, they don't get to use a lot of their skill set. That's true. That is true. So that does put a little bit of a burden on the DM right. to customize it for make, the players. Make it has more a little fun. bit of fun. Exactly. That's, that's it. It's sort of like, you know, I also sort of warn players that if, 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 it, if they want to be a druid, but it is a dungeon adventure, there may be, I know there's things you can do, but it might be a little bit more of a challenge yep. than if it's outdoors. Yeah, and, and I love the idea of them being the thief replacement. That makes, that's a great idea. Yeah. Because and in fact, I would probably give some bonuses for that, just because then if you have the thief who's evil or neutral, you get all the drama with the stealing and right. They don't even have pickpocket. So right. not only can they be lawful good, they're not even picking your pockets. Right. The problem is that they're human, so they're not again optimal. But again, hopefully you're right. Not. If you're picking a monk, you're not worried about optimal. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Very cool. Um, let's talk about a suggestion. Suggestion. I have, I, did you have a suggestion? Well, you know, I'm going to probably lean on your, you know, I'm probably going to, if you're, I see what's up there, and so I'm probably going to uh, recommend other, maybe another magazine okay. too, but so why don't we start with yours? Right. Because I'm very excited to learn about this. So, um, I was having a conversation with Menyon, our, our good friend from uh, Japan, he's uh, uh, over there, and um, he was telling me about this magazine, and uh, we, were, we were chatting last night. And it was called Adventurer Magazine, not to be confused with uh, Adventure Gaming Magazine, which was an American. So I guess in the mid-'80s, there's all these kind of startup magazines besides the fanzines. Um, this was a, you know, a proper uh, UK-based uh, tabletop role-playing uh, magazine and said, hey, it's really good. And you know, he recommended the, uh, the Dark Tower uh, Adventures, the first two episodes, first two editions, uh, issues of the magazine had this module, and, and uh, it's a Birsran Keep is part one, and, and he you know he mentioned it was uh, it, it not only was it a good adventure, but the the setting of it they they used it over and over again. So I looked it up. Um, you can get it on uh, Noble Knight or on eBay. There are also scanned copies on Archive.org. I don't know if that's legitimate or not. You know, some things on Archive. <laughs> Is, is legitimate or not, You're, you know, sometimes it is uh, open license, so again, your mileage may vary. But um, it's a really cool magazine when I you know, quickly looked it over. But um, the thing I saw, so I was flipping through it, and one of, you and I were talking before we went in the podcast. When I used to get my Dragon magazines and I pulled them up, I was, a, and I, I was a very TSR snob. If it wasn't from TSR, I didn't really care about it. It almost felt like fan fiction, and I didn't... Um, but now, as I've grown older, I like looking through those old ads. It's so fascinating to to kind of peruse that. I didn't. It didn't matter. So I was kind of scanning it as I was chatting with him, and I saw this uh, thing, uh, this article, and I won't show it to everyone else. There was apparently in in 1986 in Manchester, they did a rock and roll fantasy play called Firestone. Uh, <laughs> And it was from March 18th. Mortals, prepare to marvel as four young adventurers embark upon the awesome quest for the Firestone. Our contestants, finals have been through many early battles. They're tasked to free the benighted land of Zamestris from the evil Succorix, the sorceress, to free all mortal men of that country from whom she has abdicated in prison in the castle Hell's Mouth. And so, mortals, prepare to join the quest. Firestone, the game where you choose who wins. 
So basically, you're like the audience, and they're yeah. doing this live role play. Mm -hmm. It's almost like streaming before streaming happened. This is amazing. Did anyone actually see this? I want to. Well, you know, we need to find Peter, either Field Fieldston. Yeah. Right. He wrote the play. Um, I think we should reenact it. If we could get the thing, we should reenact the Firestone. That would be great, wouldn't it? Right. I saw this, and I'm like, "You what? There was a play. People would pay two pounds or whatever well, it was. We don't that's know. That's what they're charging." <laughs> Don't we don't. We don't know. I don't know, but I saw, I'm like, you've got to be kidding they me. Said, they said it was going to run from March 27th to April. Yeah, we went, don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> A rock and roll fantasy, and I love it. And rock and roll. R O L E. R O L E. A rock and roll fantasy, and that because it's the Firestone. Is that the rock? I guess. A Maybe. rock and roll. Well, it has music. Fantasy. It's a. It's a yeah, Stephen Warbeck. Mortals. Yeah, this is great. I. I there's. If there's a YouTube of that. We would do it. We would totally. That would be that would be on GrogCon. If this is available, GrogCon twenty twenty, we would reenact Firestone. You're the guy. You're the shirtless guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If, if Wait. You, what does it say? Yes. Oh, I can't read that yeah, very well. It's, it's very, oh. well I'll, I'll have to look up. She's it. saying, "Shut up." She's got a guitar. Oh, and put some trousers on. What kind of play is this? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What? It's amazing. This is very 80s. Yes. And we I, may not we may get in trouble. Well, that's why I said Shut we may get banned. I put it on Twitter. I'm like, someone has got to have been there. Shut up, someone man. who lived in Manchester in the 80s, if you saw this, yes. or you, you got to let us know what it was about. So um, yes. I'll send you this stuff. But to me, this would be amazing. And, and, the, and, two, and it was a live game. You know, we talk about now how streaming has mm -hmm. become so popular, people watching D&D, and we never would have thought about watching D&D. This was done in 1986, where you could go watch a play, a watch, and you know, you chose a thing. So then there was later, apparently this was a thing, because later they had a, a Q&A. Question, what do the Rock Hour stage show, traditional adult pantomime, and fighting quest books have in common? Firestone. Oh, my God. You, we got to get this. We know we should do this at the, uh, what is that little local fringe festival? Oh, the fringe? Okay. We can put it on. Yeah. No, <laughs> we do it would be at GrogCon. It would be amazing. So, GrogCon. So, we need to tell Craig Russell, we mm. need a stage. Stage. We need a theater. We need to find a place where there's a theater. Yes, we have something, yeah, theater, something like that, because... Dirk the Dice. Yeah, Dirk the Dice, of course, from Grognard Files, again, one of my yes. favorite uh, They probably, you know what? They probably were the actors. Well, I, I, tw I tweeted this out, I'm, and he's, he follows me, I follow him. I, I hope he's, I hope he knows about this. Do we have to have singing ability? Sounds like we have to sing. Rocky uh, Horror was singing, wasn't I, it? I, I, we'll, we'll find singers. It, the play begins with Succorax. The sorceress stealing the firestone, thereby reversing the sex roles of the world. This is, come on, this is <laughs> The quest master announces to the players they must go on a final quest in their role-playing game to retrieve the gem. The players don their costumes and, assisted by maps and riddles, are told to seek Succorax's castle. It is here that the game becomes reality. The quest master has taken them back in time and they're in real danger. From here on out, it's really unclear whether the game ends or reality begins. Both the audience and the cast... Both for the audience and the cast, adding to the reality of their reaction. Surprise, fear, and suspense are the desired effects. So instead, so, so not only do I have to prep for adventures, yeah. I have to learn my lines. Yes, and you have to decide, and I guess apparently, the play consists of two parts. The second half uh, of which is chosen by the number of people leaving via a certain exit during the interval. 
the intermission. Well, it's, I see that you mean suggesting they're not coming back. Uh, I don't. Uh, I, I, I think they're coming back. It's intermission. Yeah, it's so an, an intermission. intermission, right? There's an intermission. If, if, for example, the audience wished to side with the boys, they leave by the left door. For the girls, the right door. There are many subplots to keep the actors guessing. This, there's got to be a video. It's a lot of effort. Because we need a script. Right. I need the script. We, we need this. This has got to be redone. You want to talk about nostalgia. You're excited. I, right. this is, if, if we did this, this would be better than crunching cereal. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, we'd have to videotape it. Well, it would be on the show. It would be live. We'd be doing it live at GrogCon. All right. Firestone. Are we going to see for copyright infringement? I'm not worried about it. Okay. I, we would get, we'd get licensed. You, we need to find this guy. You need to find that author. I'm, well, was it Field? Field? Uh, yeah. Firestone and the guy. And so I, yeah, I tweeted it, and hopefully we'll get some answers. Here, look. What's his? Uh, what's his name? You type in Manchester. Why would anyone leave Manchester? What's this guy? So you got the author's name. Okay, they're, retw- they're retweeting it. Cool. Thank you. What's uh, the What's the author's name? Oh, uh, hold on. Peter. You think it was Peter? Yeah, Peter. Fieldson, Fieldson, F-I-E-D-S-O-N. I hope he's not passed. <laughs> That's always, always a risk. There's a uh, 25%, 50? Uh, f- 50% chance. He's alive. Good. Uh, Peter Fields, S-T-O-N-E? Uh, son, S-O-N. Oh. Field, F-I-E-L-D-S-O-N. Uh, Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. Well, I don't know if he's from Manchester. They just presented it. Well, Manchester. he's probably, why would you travel far to do that? Contact Theater, Oxford Road, Manchester 15. They have a coffee bar. Licensed bar from 6.30. I would be drinking if I watched that. I'm not getting, all right, I don't know. I'm not getting a lot here. God, oh, wait, look at this. Peter Fieldson's positively The Last Supper. What? what? Two of the plays selected that first year. Plays? He's a He's done other? Yeah. We got, we, oh, well, now you're on to something uh, if you can figure out who, right? Archive record, Northwest Playwrights Archive. Right. We, we're going to get on that. Wow, okay, all right. We need to find him and see if he has a script or he has a film. They've got to film it. There's got to be a VHS tape of it back in the day. Two of the plays selected that first year, 1983, Norman Leach's whatever, Peter Fieldson's Positively The Last Supper went on to receive successful professional productions. This. Okay, there you go. Wow. All right. Someone, I, you know, I'm going to see if he's on Twitter. Yeah. I, is, that, is that amazing or what? Come on. we got to do that. All right. Sounds intense. So that's our suggestion. So uh, you, uh, no, that's I my can't. suggestion. No, that's, that's I can't. I After that, what right. do I got? I don't know. Well, but there is Adventure Gaming Magazine, which is a U.S. one, and you said there may be a Canadian one, too. So. Oh, there was. I can't remember. I don't have the name. There, I mean, there's a lot of, so there's a lot of magazines out there. Like, you know, of course, Imagine Magazine, yep. more well-known, of course, White Dwarf. Uh, there's one, um, I can't remember the one in Canada. There's one in Canada that had, had a bit of a run. So, and there's an Irish magazine. I'm running the Beholder Contracts in March, which comes from a... Uh, an Irish RPG magazine from the 80s. So there's a lot of magazines out there. So my suggestion is really just sort of basically piggybacking on your idea, which is, you know, start discovering some of these magazines other than Dragon Magazine. There's a lot of good adventures in there, a lot of interesting articles. I was very cloistered, as I think I've mentioned a number of times. If it didn't, we only went to our local gaming store, and if 
that that was our universe. I didn't. Sure. Same and even with Dragon Magazine, I didn't even think about looking at the article. I, I, I looked for the modules or rulings because that was our Unearth Arcana at the time. It was our sage advice. That was rulings that we never felt comfortable with. That was the first thing we read. Were we playing the game right? It was our only conduit to the real world. And for whatever reason, we discounted all the... Uh, all the other articles well, and they're adverts. hard to find. I mean, you know, I mean, I think I remember seeing White Dwarf, but I mean, a lot of this stuff wasn't available to right. us. And our gaming store was was a hobby shop. It had a rack right. of things, and then it was B Dalton's or Barnes and Noble, whatever it was at the time. Right. And they had a rack of models. Right. It wasn't a whole. Uh, it wasn't a local gaming shop that had a big community. If they did, we didn't know about it. Right. We were lucky that we had that down here. We had Enterprise seventeen oh one, which right. is a gaming store. And, so we were very lucky. And we've and now Sci Fi City, and we've played there a number of right. times. And uh, what's the gentleman's name? Uh, Troy. Troy, great guy. He's helped us a lot. Was, right. And not fact, the Troy from not Troy Pope from the eighties, but many people know that's from right. from a, a different Troy. Yeah. So, um, very cool. Well, that is our quest. I think that would be super, at least get a video of it. I'd love to see how that, mm-hmm. actually, the mechanics of it. You know, because everyone's all enamored with live streaming. Apparently, they were doing live, live role playing, yeah. LARPing before LARPing, because I don't know when LARPing started. That'd be interesting, too, when LARPing. This is almost LARP, LARP-esque. So. All right. All right. Uh, it's time to roll D d10, and we're going to honor our Chamberlain wow. with uh, a plus two to our roll. Okay. So, let's make it happen. Four plus two is six. Okay, that's good. You know, it's hard to do a high score with a monk, isn't it? You know, in a monk episode. Yeah, monk is hard. Monk's hard to do. Really monk's well. hard, but six is okay. Um, yeah. So, and you know, again, where you live uh, kind of dictated your experience, and that's why I think it's we're now old enough that, and the internet has allowed us to kind of peer back. And you know, speaking of Menion. I think that's why we have settled our our podcast and our um, kind of our RPG, our thing of choice, is that golden era from 74 up to 84, 85. You know, there's 11 years of material plus uh, from out the world. That's more than we'll probably ever need. It's not discounting other people's editions. It's just there's, oh, there's stuff right. that we didn't discover when we were that age. And it's for us, it's almost evergreen. And so we're very, uh, very fortunate we live in this time that we can acquire things that are, are, are good like that. So, I mean, that's why we're focused on it. And I think there's an audience not only for the people who are of our age or similar who didn't get to do it because of various circumstances, but um, it is the history of the game that we all, uh, you know, what, whatever edition we, we you're running or whatever style, this is, you know, the start of it. So, um, yeah, again, we had a really good conversation. So, again, thank you, Minion, for all that. Um, anything else for the uh, good of the order for today that we can think of? No, I don't think so. Okay. So we're on, obviously, YouTube. We're on Twitter. We have a website. Uh, send your questions, comments, suggestions, uh, restraining orders to info at grogcon.com. That's info at grogcon.com. We're on Google Play, iTunes. Please review, like, and subscribe. We are very close to a milestone, 100 subscribers. Wow. That's pretty good. You know what would be funny is we had 100 and we celebrated and then someone unsubscribed. <laughs> unsubscribed. They, well, I guess we celebrate again. That, that's, we would so celebrate. We got another one. Every, that's all we would do. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, 
very exciting. And then, yeah, the production goblin's like, oh, until you get 100 subscribers, I don't care. So I'd love to rub that in his face. So mm -hmm. if you guys, if you haven't subscribed, please. No, that's it. He, we're going to hit 100, and he's going to unsubscribe. Uh, yeah. The production goblin. Yeah, well, if well, he's he probably not even subscribed. Yeah, he's not subscribed. Oh, okay. Sorry. He's, he's, he, I, oh, I, I don't know that for a fact. Maybe he would be. Um, so we are very excited about uh, our next guest, uh, Daniel Collerton, who is uh, from the, you know, basically designed the world that you ran last weekend, right? Yeah, right. So he uh, wrote Aurelian yep. City, designed a city uh, in uh, White Dwarf. And I uh, had a company adventure called The Rising of the Dark, which I ran last weekend. I heard it went and well. Thank you. It, it went well. It's, it's a really, really good adventure. And I uh, can't wait to talk to him about it. Yeah, he, I talked to him briefly last week. A uh, really uh, engaging fella and looking forward to talking to him. So we'll kind of codify things. We, we, um, we may do that. and then But bring, get, bring Pritzi and Glade because we may need... Uh, our, our patrons are clamoring for a follow-up adventure, so I put that out as our special patron thing, and I got a lot of comments. Thank you so much. We miss them. They love, they love them. They think it's great. So uh, as far as I, I did post, you know, next week was Daniel, then um, we're going to start thinking about our optional podcast, right? We have Bards and we have Cyanix is coming up. Then we're going to talk about Multiclass. We've got a lot of great shows coming up. So again, thank you to our patrons. Thank you to our friends on chat. Really appreciate uh, all the support. We also need to start talking about our live play. For, you know, we want to do an end of year celebration. Yeah. Uh, so we need to do live chat, uh, live streaming of that. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. I'm Dan. And we will see you next week on Grog Talk. Have a great day and a great week. Thanks, guys. This is big, a bushy, puppy production. All rights reserved.